Welcome to the Jeff Gross Podcast. This episode is brought to you in partnership with Party Poker. Go to PartyPoker.com to play tournaments, cash games, and improve your poker game. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast to hear all of my future episodes. I, I like to take credit for that. That name, we got Matt Staples, podcast number 134, second time on. Matt, how are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. And yeah, I think Matty Ice has to be the name because that was all you. And that stuck, that stuck deep. Like uh, I've been called that by everyone on Twitch since that day. Matty Ice stuck. And it's a good one too. I, I want to thank you for that. Cause I love it. I love it. It's, it's powerful. It's good. It is good. It's nice. And it's just, it's just, I, it's just good. It's just a good thing. I'm happy to have you here, man. We have to, we have to catch up properly. It's been a while. Uh, we we've covered stuff on the last podcast and we've done Streamboat, done stream house. We've done, we've been through a lot. We've been through a lot of, uh, I, I would say our Twitch careers, similar timeline, right. In terms of when get going mm-hmm. and, and you really, put your head down and, and, and just gone for it. So, you know, congrats on all your success. Great that we're on the same team representing party poker and uh, yeah, man, we got a lot to cover. So let's, uh, let's dive right in. Why don't you just tell us a little bit, uh, what have you been up to in this during the pandemic? How has it changed over the last 12, 14 months of, of uh, you know, what, what has been different than what you were planning on doing and what is going on? Um, you know, that's kind of, give me the good and bad of what's <laughs> happened for you over the last year. Well, you know, I, cause you know, you said I've been grinding like the last few years, I have just done nothing but stream. And I was thinking this year that maybe I would like, maybe it's time to like get a little live poker under my belt, you know, like let's, let's hit up a series. Let's do this. Let's do a little travel, maybe meet up some, with some people like branch out a bit from my normal day to day that I've been up to, you know, but, uh, but then COVID happened. Like this was, this was going to be the year. And I was just like, okay, well, I guess uh status quo, but what actually ended up happening is is my my stream actually blew up the biggest it's ever been early pandemic, which was which was nice. You know, it, my my stream had kind of plateaued for a while, and then and then yeah, the the early COVID hit, and like unfortunate circumstances for why online poker was blowing up and Twitch was blowing up, but it was you know there was just so many people online, and the the tournaments were popping off, and you know I was having some deep runs, and like my subscribers were popping off, viewers and everything. So yeah, I kind of just rode that wave and been streaming, you know, just streaming full time basically since. Um, so yeah, it, it ended up being pretty nice actually for me. But and and when you you know so I guess that would be sort of under the the box of positives that came out of the pandemic and lockdown for your personal life and also maybe your poker game. Uh, did you find that? you know, just in general, right. It's like, you're kind of boxed into being in your house. I think for a lot of people, it is really unfortunate and changes, but I think, you know, for someone like you, me, someone that plays that streams, that plays online poker a lot, that is kind of a, you know, gamer type in a way, it's sort of like, you don't have to worry about so much the distractions. Like you were saying, Oh, I might go to this live event or (laughs) this thing's going on. I got birthday parties, bachelor parties, people getting married, all these different type of events and things that may kind of, you know, block, uh, your, your consistent growth, but you know, would you say that that's fair, that it literally just kind of puts you in your head down and, and just sort of right place, right time. Um, and, and, and looking back on it, how, uh, would you say that that is, was that just sort of like, I mean, cause it's a bizarre event in history, right? We've never seen anything like it. I mean, I've never, you know, hopefully never again. Uh, but, but what would you, um, you know, would you say, 
with that have happening though, are you more inclined to like, wow, this was really good. Let me do this more often and like just stay focused or is it, are you really itching now to go when, once you can go play live, go play the world series live this year, go to some party poker live stops. Like what, what is your mentality in the moment with once things do open up? Yeah, I'm kind of itching for for a difference, you know, like it, it was good for sure. But I, I had been doing that kind of lifestyle. My lifestyle didn't change very much like pandemic wise, you know, maybe a little bit in my personal life, like with my girlfriend and stuff, not being able to go out and, you know, do activities or, or go to the bar or whatever. Like, you know, that that changed. But work wise, it was it was very similar. So, yeah, I'm kind of looking for a mix up a little bit going forward. You know, like I feel like I've reached a point where um I just want to explore some different parts of, you know, being a team pro and like, you know, vlogs, maybe YouTube, a little bit more YouTube, a bit more live poker. And uh, that's more what I'm excited for at this point. Um, You know, Twitch will always be my thing. But yeah, I think I just have a lot of uh, avenues to explore outside of it. So. And, and what would you, what would you say, what's been the most difficult for you though, over the last 12 to 15 months, do you feel like you've had a real struggle or a real actual sort of situation that you're like, man, like this was, this was crazy. And like, wow, this is really hard. Or, or was it not really anything like super, super challenging for you during this time? No, it, it's been okay. I think, I think around now, you know, when the weather is nice and like, it's, you know, it's, it's honestly the, the one part of it has been my relationship a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's like, you know, you're with somebody and you're looking to hang out a bunch and your options are, you know, stay inside, stay inside, stay inside, stay inside, like lockdown, lockdown, lockdown. And it's fine. Um, but like, you know, you want to do some activities, you want to go out, you want to go to dinner. And, uh, I mean, I look forward, like you want to go on trips, right. You, You know, once every few months, maybe go on a little trip, go to Vegas, whatever. I know people are doing that kind of stuff, but, um, you know, we've been pretty locked down and disciplined about it. So so, yeah, I'm looking I'm looking forward to that. That's kind of been the only thing that's that's been a hindrance. But, yeah, work wise, you know, I was already kind of on lockdown mode for a few years. So yeah. and 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 tell me in terms of like studying and where your games evolve, because you know, I remember when we did spend a lot of time together, we were at Streamhouse. We were in Montreal. We were in Canada. I mean, what you were what was this? Twenty sixteen, maybe was it yeah. 16, 17? I mean, this is twenty sixteen, twenty sixteen. We're talking about five years ago. That was Montreal, Here, I think. Yeah. Streamhouse in Montreal. That was like, that was, that was crazy. Great memory. We had Kmart, Jamie there, you know, we, we were, we were just kind of experimenting, doing different stuff and, and had a lot of fun. Where has your game evolved from then to now? Cause like, you know, I, I keep an eye on you. I see what's going on, even though I, you know, I got a, I got a son. I'm not yeah. quite around as much as I want, not streaming quite as much as I would like, but I still see what's happening. I see you getting big scores. I see you going deep. You know, how has your game evolved and what has been that, uh, been able for you to transform and, and, you know, where, where are you from, from, from then and now, and what are you doing in terms of studying and, 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 and progressing? Yeah, I think, well, I think the last year I've managed to, I've managed to improve quite a bit this last year. I've done some higher level study and, I just think my overall understanding of like high level, my understanding of higher level intricate spots, I think has gone up quite a bit this year and how to, how to maneuver those spots. I think like back when, back in 2016, you know, I was still learning basic stuff, like just figuring out how to even get around like a poker hand, you know, and, and now it's a lot more intricate and a lot more advanced and, you know, I'm studying more now than ever. So it's, it's, it's not something that I've kind of, you know, took my foot off the gas with that because I'm playing high stakes now, you know, like, I, 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 you know, you hop into a 1k, a 3k, a 2k every weekend or a three, a few of those. And it's like, 
you better be prepared because those games are tough. They're really, really tough. And like, I want to, I want to put up those, those scores and those games for my stream because that's what's popping off on Twitch now. Like, I don't know if you've kept your eye on the Twitch listing over the last year, but it's like, there's, there's a bunch of more big names that are playing five K's and 10 K's like every single day. So, you know, the, the 55s and the 109s, they're just not hitting quite the same on Twitch. So right. yeah, it's like, you just gotta be good. You gotta be good. It's more important now than ever to be good. Uh, even right. after playing for so long. Yeah. It's uh, you know, ultimately for sure there is, it's sort of, it's a unique thing, the poker and Twitch, the listing uh, there are some big names and bigger guys that are coming in and, and starting to spread those, as you said. So, you know, the 22s and 55s and 109s, listen, some, there's some great streamers and entertaining people and stuff, but yeah, it's tough. Yeah. If guys playing a 5k or 10k uh, versus like, you know, playing a hundred, yeah, it's yeah. going to, you're going to really have to do a lot right to overcome that that uh, that challenge of, of, of overtaking the viewership. What about the WPT coming up? You got the 3,200. I know I think you cashed for 44th and the six max one, or you had a really deep run uh, not too long ago. And and one, what was that like? Was that your biggest online score uh, in, a, in a major? Because you have had your, some large scores now. Uh, what, what's your actual largest Twitch uh, streaming online score? I've seen some nice ones from you. Largest score year. was it was 93,000 in the... Party Poker Million. It was about May last year, so about a year ago. That was my largest score. Um, I did have a 25K score in the WPT, actually, um, last time it came around. It was a 1K event, I think. had, like, fourth place or something like that. So, so yeah, I had a couple of, of nice 20K scores uh, this year. Um, but, yeah, 90, 93 was the biggest one. And, yeah, I'm going to be in the WPT big time coming up, too. Just every time one of these series come around, it's like, okay, Here's my chance. Another big score is coming up. Like make those, you know, make the make the dent in the Twitch listing. Like get people excited, get people hyped. So, yeah, yeah. We're, we are live. We're, we we moved the podcast over to put the live version on Twitch. So I see a lot of familiar faces here, guys. Not gonna be shouting out and taking questions. If you want questions, we do have a uh, a way you can win actually a ticket. One hundred eleven dollars given away today on Twitter. If you go over there, a one shot ticket, which is a nice tournament. Someone actually won the one shot ticket, took first like 19 grand in one of the events so listen dreams happen good luck we'll we'll put that there if you guys want to ask a question for matt we'll try to get to as many of these as we can i see already i did i need to get a new poker picture man you know that was taken that was taken 20 that was taken 2018 that was like my most recent poker picture 2018 three years ago people are just shilling that out still granted i sent that to you but we're gonna we're gonna have to get yeah i agree but that's all the more reason we need to get you at the a live stop we need to get you at the world series mm-hmm. you know Matt. i think it's your year it's a year of matty ice we're gonna have them have them out in the live streets run around and, and take them away from twitch for a little but i gotta say we had that talk at running up reno i'll never forget it was before you signed with, with party i think you were you were basically you were definitely a household name in, in, in poker and twitch but you were you hadn't, you, you know, because Jamie and you were kind of having an interesting situation, right? You, you know, Jamie and I, one of my closest friends in poker, we talk a lot, collaborate. I love Jamie's passion, his excitement. He's a content creator, right? Like he's flying around Costa Rica. He's got, I like, it gives me so much anxiety. Like the thing that I like the least is about traveling is like the laptop, the monitor, setting yeah. up the internet. Like it's honestly the worst, like that whole process to not even know if you're going to get to go live. Like the, the heartbreak Jamie's had too, like coaster. I mean, he's carrying like four monitors and 
massive lap, like actual computers, like the setup time as you're talking about like a full day of setup. Right. And I don't think that was, you know, he kind of enrolled you in that vision and you were rolling around and doing that. It's all great, but there's a lot of downtime. There's a lot of like, you know, moving. So I think you really just wanted to get in there, put your head down, get your setup and go, go, go. And that's what you said you were going to do. And I remember you told me, you said, I'm going to do this. I'm going to just knock this out. And you, you delivered you, you, a lot of people talk, don't deliver. You talk delivered. And you told me, you probably, you know, I know you told Jamie a few others and you kind of had a plan. How did you come up with this formula, this vision? And, and what made, what was the point when you basically said, Hey, I'm going to do this. I'm going to attack. You're almost at a hundred thousand on Twitch, big milestone, 90, 98 K almost. Uh, so any day, right. could be another week, couple days. Who knows? I've been, uh, I've been pushing for it. I've been trying to get the hundred K. I'm like, man, this, we're so close. Like I just gotta, I gotta be able to tweet that out. But, but, but um, when was it, what clicked for you? When did you say I want this? Cause streaming is very interesting. It's a difficult beast. Like it's so hard to break through, to be consistent, to do the things like when, when was it for you that you knew you wanted this and that this was something you were going to attack full time? Well, I mean, the whole, the whole Jamie saga when he was traveling around, like I was, I was just following him around kind of like a little puppy dog, you know, it's like, I was, it's not really what I wanted to do. Although I did enjoy those experiences. Like I was just like, okay, like I, I haven't launched my Twitch career yet. Like I haven't done it yet. Like I'm on the up, you know, people watch me get a few hundred viewers, maybe, maybe 150 viewers, whatever. But I was like, I haven't done this yet. Like I would like to get to a, you know, I want to be a streamer, like on the same level. And I was like, there's only one way for me to do that. Like I can't just be traveling around the world in all these different countries, like streaming twice a week, but also putting on 50 pounds for this prop bet that's going on. It's like, I can't be doing that and also get to be a big streamer. I got to just lay low, grind every day, until I'm there. And, uh, I don't know. I just, I just ended up, you know, being good at that, that part of it, just like settling down streaming every day. That was just comfortable for me. I like doing that. Cause it's a little tricky, right? Like you're to your point, Jamie at that level, you know, he's sort of, he's a very established streamer at this point. He's older. He's been doing it. Like you said, he's sort of done his grinding and he put his, his footprint in. So for you to kind of like, you're sort of in the middle, right? You're kind of like, all right, I want to do this. I want to yeah. experience, I want to whatever, but I want to also, I need to build mine. So I think that's a, that's probably, yeah, it was a difficult, difficult to sort of uh, assert yourself and find that, that time. Tell me about the weight loss bet, because I think it was, we had the conversation right after weight loss bet. This is a pretty big deal, but you actually in winning this bet, I had a large wager on it. I was mm-hmm. very enrolled, engaged. You, you obviously guys had, had a big, big number on it, big at stake, but like you really did give up a lot on that, right? I mean, it's almost like how much, how much percent, like what percent capacity were you actually streaming during this, this time of weight loss back? Cause I mean, man, like you got to travel, you're, you're eating daily. You can't really even stream those a lot of days, right? You're doing weight eating. Like, it's not even like how, what was going on? Tell me that process. Yeah. Was it frustrating or was it exciting? Where, what, what was your head on that? I, I think it's just, I was just tired. Like I was just tired all the time. You know, if you wake up, like food is, food is actually exhausting. It really is. Like sometimes if you wake up and you skip breakfast, sometimes you feel like a little bit more like alert. Like you, you're not, you're not weighed down. And, and when you're, when you're bulking for a year and like your sole goal is to put on as much weight as possible, you're just always tired and full. So like to get the energy to, I don't know what to stream to broadcast when you're, you're basically in a turkey coma three times a day for a full year. Like you don't want to, you don't want to stream as much. And Jamie, there, what is I he? Forty soaking I wet. Know. I mean, what, who is that guy? I don't even recognize that I guy. Know. That's Braggy behind. Who is that? That's what is it? What, 
what what is going on? I mean, we it's like not Spraggy, but close. No, it's not. But look at this guy. I mean, look at you, man. You were you were. I mean, do you recognize that guy? What is, does this bring back? Good memories, bad memories. Like, dude, you're look at my bro. arms. It's insane. Wow. What. What were what were you thinking right here when you knew like the bet was won? How nervous were you though that the the scale could f- mess up? Can you imagine? And like Bill's a very generous guy, but like imagine the scale just really was messed up. Like that was the biggest sweat after all that work. I think you had got sick. Didn't you have a huge scare like a week before too or something? You were traveling and got really sick. Well, a month before, like let's say, yeah, about three weeks before, we were still in Malta, and I I had a serious reaction to peanuts like i'm deathly allergic to peanuts and nuts and i had like a a reaction where i had to go to the hospital and like they had to hook me up to ivs and i was like there for 12 hours or whatever and like i came home and i I was basically scared to eat at that point because i had never had a serious reaction to like my allergy so i was like i was like i gotta shove my face with food but i'm scared that i'm gonna have a reaction to die so i had to go through that problem like that anxiety but then on top of that i was you know, I, I just felt like sick. Like I, I couldn't really stuff me. So I, I, I don't know. I guess there was a little bit in there where I, yeah, that was a bit of a scare. That was a bit of a scare. And on the way in here, I mean, this was, uh, I think must've been pre pre weighing or what? I mean, this, yeah, this is when it actually was going down, but I mean, dude, this was, <laughs> dude, you are huge. I mean, you are absolutely mammoth. Dude. I'm a this tank. Is wild. I You're honestly, tank. I would be more shocked, but I look at, I look at these photos all the time. I always go back and I'll send pictures to Chris, my other brother, Chris, I'll send him pictures and I'll, I'll just no caption. I'll just send him a big and and he'll make fun of me. But I, I mean, Vacanti is just, Mike is just shredded too. This is actually an embarrassing shot for me to be there. You, you and you and Vacanti look like, like, uh, like Whole Foods and Walmart there. Like very cool. Yeah. Like the same kind of store, but no, I need this like is, this, honestly. This is this is uh this is not stage or plan. I got I, that is a tough shot. I never even looked at that before. But I'm, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get back in the five weeks of fitness. And there's the moment. This is where it gets done. The 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 money is shipped. It's an absolute win. The brothers hug it out. I mean, man, what if, dude? Honestly, I don't even recognize either of you. But uh, that was uh that was crazy. What was uh what was what was that feeling? I mean, that was a monumental score, right? What did you get? Seventy five G's. Uh, what did that do for you and your bankroll and and, and life at the moment? It was, it was huge for my life. It it didn't change anything poker wise, but to actually have a chunk of money, cause I didn't really like, I had some money before that, but like, it was, it was like, wow, I have 75,000 us to just sit there and like do whatever I want with. Like, I'm not like, I have money. I see the thing is I've never, I never worked actually growing up. I never worked. I didn't have like standard jobs. I didn't work a restaurant. So I kind of had no money growing up through high school. Um, and then I went to university for a year, but then like I still wasn't working. And then I did this thing with Jamie and I, I made enough. I made enough to like, you know, save some up or whatever, but like rent was expensive. And then we went traveling and like rent basically ate up all my money. And I wasn't making money from poker yet because I was in the micro stakes. So like I was, I never had a lot of money. Until right now, like right this moment was the first time I actually had money. So it was actually pretty big for my, my life style for sure. It was, it was pretty big. Yeah. This is, 
this is man, this is Bill on the phone. This is uh, you know, that's also listen, I tell people all the time in poker, <laughs> it's a tricky game. You got or, or wagering, you gotta win and then you gotta get paid. Luckily, we know Bill is Fort Knox in terms of uh, you know, he's not gonna stiff anyone, whatever. But that what was that like seeing the wire, the money get, get plopped in there? Cause like you know, like you said, you don't have a job, you haven't really had it, hadn't had a big poker score, like a major one, right? And right, like to yeah. see that yeah. hit and you're like boom you know, 75 pack in the bank coming in. What did that look like? Same. Was it just, was it, I mean, did you, was it tears? What did, you, what did your parents think? It wasn't tears. I, I don't know. I don't I couldn't even imagine what my parents think. I still can't believe it happened. It, you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's like a, such a lifetime story that almost seems irrelevant now, which is the weird part. It's like, it's like, that is a story that you would tell for life to everyone you right. ever meet. And it's, it's supposed to be like the craziest thing that will ever happen to you. You know, but like it's just it now seems to have just faded in like this this poker betting gambling world. Like it just yeah. seems to keep it going feels on. Like a Thursday, it's like a yeah, Thursday it's, and it's, it's like, yeah. There's bets, there's wagers, there's. there's I mean, it shouldn't feel like that. that. It shouldn't feel like that, but it kind of does. It's like oh yeah, like a few years ago we did this 150k bet, and yeah, I don't know. It's it's crazy, but. And, and, and I don't want to, I, I, I'm a hype guy and I like to be on the positive side and feel all good. Let, let's just touch quickly on the follow-up though, because there was a run it back. You did. And, and yeah, you know, there was. there was a run it back. It was run it back. You guys did have another wager, which I don't even know if everyone would know or think about, cause it kind of got lost in the shuffle and the hype. It just kind of like got brushed under. I don't even think there was much of a, you know, a uh, whatever, but so tell me about the, what was the actual reminding on the terms of the, the second, addition of this that you guys decided to do and and what was the offer and the bet and what happened can we can we edit this in post-production like how burnt did i get today man this I, is I mean, crazy you got a little red i got i mean i'm i got this fair skin too it happens i'd say it's good That's to get wild. outside man no I one's gonna call to. you a dungeon and dragon guy you're you're in there mixing up in the <laughs> real world so you know. um yeah okay so the second bet i mean we were just riding off hype we were riding off hype. That's what happened. Like we we had conquered this bed and and Jamie was kind of thinking like, hey, let's like maybe we can we can compound this into something like crazy, you know, like we can compound this into a double bet where we both get shredded. And like his argument was that the risk reward of it is actually like <clears throat> really solid. In terms of if we complete it, it's like book deals and this and that. And like we're going to be on the cover of this magazine and this magazine um, essentially to go from where he was weight wise to 10 percent body fat. And the story behind it, like his argument was that like it will be a game changer for us forever if we win. And I was like, OK, that makes sense to me. I know I can get there to 10 percent. And uh and so I was like, okay, like let's risk. So what we did is we risked a third, 25K, I believe it was. I think it was three to one to get to 10% body fat. So yeah, we, we kind of went on the, the the track and, you know, I got down to 12%. I was on track to get there and Jamie just ran into his own struggles along the way and just realized that we weren't going to get there. And yeah, it was an L. But you're right. It wasn't a story. People weren't following along. And I think that's also part of it is that like Jamie and I weren't together. We weren't producing vlogs about it. There was no hype. There was no like community behind us to like kind of egg us on to win. You know, it was just like a a little short sighted, I think. But, you know, and, and yeah, I we all have our we have our daily kind of lives and, and situations and was it was it a uh, you know looking back at that though was that maybe should it have been maybe that you guys did come together 
you know, I don't know if Mike was involved or not heavily or fully or because he couldn't really, right? Because you guys weren't even together. Maybe he was with you some of the times or not. But looking back on it, do you think it would have been worth it? Or should you, could you have done it differently where you guys did live in Montreal or did live together, did get like a sick place, have a, a full-time trainer and like just make it like a, you know, because these type of opportunities are just so rare, right? Like even like stream house, stream boat. Like I now have a family. I'm not, it's just like harder. Things get harder. Girlfriends, you got a girlfriend. Jamie's got engaged. Like, you know, things become more, uh, not just like <laughs> hopping on a plane and doing whatever, whenever all the time, there's more responsibility. So you know, looking back on it, is there, is there anything you would have done differently? Or do you think you could have done? You, what do you think their odds were really? If you guys made it your life mission, what were the true odds of you winning that second bet the th- instead of three to one? If you made it your mission, like put streaming to second, you know, you guys got together and just said, guys, this is life or death. What do you think? You <laughs> I mean, do? probably, probably like worse than three to one, but uh, right. I, it, you know, it's tough for me to say because I kind of just trusted Mike Vicanti's word on that. Jamie could physically possibly get to 10%. And like, whether that's true or not, I'm not like, I don't actually know. Cause like other people disagree. Like they think like, you know, the certain way somebody's body's built up and whatever, like what you actually need to like get that few extra percent, like coming from being a big man. Yeah. I don't know. It, it's, I guess it probably would have been smarter to like talk to a, like a somebody that is a, is a specialist in this to be like, Hey, is it possible for Jamie with his body type to actually hit 10? Cause I can hit 10. So I knew that. But like I, I guess like on Jamie's side, I don't know. You know, the the problem with the whole like idea of like coming together that year was that was the year that I went hard on Twitch. That was the year that I went home and I just grinded my ass off for three years in a row. And like that's where my Twitch career came from. So if it was it, if it was going to be another year of the bet, I don't know. I don't know. It's tough to. It's a tough equation to answer. Right. And uh, what what do you what's your take on? this type of stuff though, like, do you believe in the stream house stream boat, like stuff like, is that stuff, do you think that's good to do once in a while? Does it keep you kind of interested and in, in excited or is it too much kind of uh, juice for the squeeze? Like whatever the expression is, is it, is it too much kind of distraction take away from the court? Or do you think like with good planning, a good venue, you know, you'd be up for doing something kind of like bank, like a big series or, you know, go get together with the three or four guys again and then do some kind of cool house and, and thing. Would you like I to think do that again? I, I would snap do it right now. I would snap do it. I would do stream boats, stream islands, stream cabana. I would do any any kind of stream house or anything. I'm in there. I would stream love it. cabana. That's stream cabana. We could do survivor. We could do survivor. I don't know. It's uh, I think it's just about the right time, right like right place, right time. Nice. It, so I don't want to. I don't want to give a lot of shout outs because this is, it is live on Twitch. But we got Thomas Screech saying, "What's up?" Tell him the squad loves him. Green eyed Asian, the legends in the chat. We got some. We got some people tuning in live. I appreciate that, guys. Again, let's go out on all the audio outlets. We do have a hundred eleven dollar ticket, courtesy of Party Poker. Matt and I are going to be giving that away. We'll be clicking it at the end. And look at all the questions, Matt. I mean, we got to save time. Let Let's. Let's let's allocate enough time. Look at this. The people want to know. These guys, they're, they're in your, this is real stuff, man. This is like, how does that feel? Does it feel good to be loved like this? Like, look at all the look at all the engagement here, Matt. Do you, did you ever believe you would be a Twitch uh, poker superstar? Did you know that would happen or not? Look at this. I can't. My, I don't, my I don't feel tired. like a Twitch. I don't feel like a superstar. I wouldn't. I wouldn't use the word superstar. I'm asking, is it? Because look at this. My finger. I gotta stop. I'm getting tired. I'm scrolling, and it's. I'm. I mean. So yeah. What? What? Like. How does it feel though? Is it? Do you get noticed outside in your community? Like, is your your girlfriend? Like, is, is, do people like? What is it like being? How old are you again? Twenty five. Twenty four. 
24. Wow. <laughs> Decade. You're like, I got to say, this is another thing that I always give you credit to. Cause like I'm 34. How Jamie's what? 29 or no 30. Uh, 29. So like you got, I mean, you're young, man. You have, you've got, you've got quite a, you've built quite a, uh, uh, what's the word you built, you've built a really nice portfolio. You've got a nice foundation. Like, do, do you ever find yourself sometimes just sort of stepping back and looking like, wow, this is pretty cool. Or do you just kind of immersed in it and don't really notice? Cause I mean, it's pretty cool. A hundred thousand following on Twitch. You, you've done a lot at a, at a very young age, man. At 24 really is young for Twitch. I don't know many, I think maybe you and Pav, I don't know many other Twitch guys that are, how old is Pav? He's in that, that That's 20, 26 or 27. I think. Yeah. Kevin Kevin is 27. Like Kevin's pretty young, right? 26. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, what is it, what is it like? Do you feel like this year, do you have a plan? Do you you think, cause I mean, I'm 34. I feel like I could stream or do content for another two decades. So what do you feel like? Do you feel young? Are you feeling old? Has it worn on you? People get burnt out on Twitch. We've seen it with some of the greats at different times, uh, either fully going away, taking a step back, do you feel burnt out? What do you do when you do feel get burnt out? I'm gonna ask you 12 questions at once, and then you just pick whatever yeah. you like. That's how right. I like. To um, so pick one. Uh, well, I'm not burnt out. No, I, I don't have a plan for. I don't have like a five year plan or a ten year plan. Um, right now, it's still Twitch. It's just still Twitch and and growing my audience. I, you know, like I was talking about earlier, like I I do feel like I I'm starting to want to you know, branch outward when it comes to what I can do in poker. Like I noticed that other people take more time off than I do to do things that are in like go to a live event or go to this and they don't seem to get punished for it once they they've hit a certain stream size. So like, I feel like I'm at a point now where like going to some events and like going on a trip here, trip there, maybe doing a vlog with, I don't know, maybe visiting you in Miami and like doing a vlog, like, like that kind of stuff. I don't think I would be punished as much these days. And like, that's stuff that I really want to do. So, um, right. Yeah. I think that's an important mentality. Cause I've, I've never, I've luckily never felt that way and maybe I should have or whatever, but like also part of it was just a, a due to my, my, um, what's the word surroundings, my, my environment, right? Like I just, I, I live in a place where I can't by default wake up and stream, which yeah. is sort of annoying, uh, of course. But you know, with that being said, like, I think that's one of the reasons why I love Twitch and it's been so enjoyable though, is cause like I do pockets, like I stream for a month or a couple of weeks and I, like take time off or take some time off and come back. And to me, it's refreshing and relaxed. I never feel that pressure. Cause a lot of the guests I've had on here that have really sizable Twitch channels, you know, even like Ludwig or uh, guys that aren't in poker, you know, frosty, these other guys, like it's, I feel that kind of energy that like when you hit a certain stream size, it is kind of hard to walk away at all. Right. Cause you realize it's so competitive. There's other great options. And like, if you go away for a month or two, you know, if like, why, if something's working, why mess with it? Right. It's like, I even guys like summit, like they, these guys have like insane shows. Like I, you know, doing 30, 40, 50, literally a hundred thousand viewers. Like yeah. it's like, it's like a drug. Like, how do you like go, you know, I, go well, on that level? I don't know, man. I don't right. know how you, how do you, how do you relax? How do you relax? Like the opportunities that, know. you know, you have to have a really good team and you have to have a good plan because it's like, you know, it's, it's hard to justify. How do you go to, uh, how do you go to the, you know, Tulum for the weekend when you know, you're going to be, you know, you could have a, you know, dude, I mean, those numbers are so crazy, right? It's like so they're crazy. filling out like Michigan football stadiums, the largest in the country, like 113,000. They have that in a fuck at a computer watching them with no overhead. You know what goes on to put on a sporting event 
like the the staff, the the yeah, security, yeah. the logistics, the lighting, the overhead. These guys, you guys are just turning on a computer, hitting hitting stream, and and just just ripping it. Like I mean, it's crazy business. So I don't know, but so to that to that degree though, what what has been your sort of trick, or, or how do you how do you how do you map out plan ahead when you have taken breaks in the past? Let's call Matt Matty Ice two After you made the decision to put your head down, go crazy, because before the pandemic, say there's a year or two period, right? of like where you're really in the zone, what were you doing and how long were the breaks you were taking uh, during this time? Like if you were taking breaks, I honestly, like I, I would take breaks for like Christmas, take break for Christmas to see my family. I would take a break for maybe a week in the summer, uh, like a full week off, but that's, that's really the extent of it. I, I didn't take really any breaks. Like th- those few years, I just didn't take time off. It's usually family oriented. Like uh, last year, I went to Scotland to visit Jamie for a week with my family. That was like truly the only week off I took uh, in 2020. Maybe a week in the summer, like I said, Christmas. But yeah, I don't know. I just uh, I don't allocate a lot of time off because I, I like to grow on Twitch. So it, it's it. You know, like talking about like how those big streamers get away from their community like after having a hundred thousand viewers i don't it, it's actually something i'm pretty good at but like i i would almost like to be worse at it you know like i'm very good at ending my stream and like just disconnecting from disconnecting from my community you know i'm not checking discord every 10 minutes i'm not checking instagram every 10 minutes seeing what people are up to i'm not posting stories all the time like yeah. when i'm when i'm on twitch i'm on there i'm doing my thing like i like to talk to everyone but when i'm off I'm like, I'm very off. Like, I'm not, I'm not really talking to many people until I'm back online. I noticed that. I know I would say that like, that's so interesting because I think there's a, there's a big market for this. And this is something I constantly work at because I think ultimately the goal of working or, or doing things is to do what you love, right? Like for me, I love poker. I love people. I love content. This is fun to me to do this stuff. But with that being said, you know, I'm at a point and so are you or anyone, anyone who streams, I think at any kind of with success, like you always have something going on. You, yeah, you open your discord right now. There's stuff going on. Someone wants to do this. Someone wants to get an email, this, that, like you need to have a good team to sort of like make things go. And like guys like Gary V, let's just take the extreme. That guy, like, can you imagine, can you, can you imagine going to sleep? Like he can't even, you know, I know him via auxiliary, like a, a couple of my very good friends are close with him. And even like Mike Vacanti, right? Like it's his trainer or has been on and off, but like a guy, like it's hard at some point to shut off because when you have so much opportunity and access, like it just becomes a little bit difficult, I think, to uh, block out and separate that because, uh, you know, it is tricky. So I don't know, like you're it's saying you wish you're worse at it, but I think a lot of people would do the, 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 the opposite of what yeah. you're saying too. It's always kind of like you want what you don't have or, or a little different 100%. view. Well, but and, a sorry, team, sorry. like having a team, you know, B car with Jamie or with, you know, party ghost of M Vadron. Like if you have people and you motivate them, you have them set up for success and you get a good core foundation. I think you can really do a lot, but the problem is like, you don't want to be, you want to be hands-on too. Like you don't want to have people like generically that's answering my, your messages. See, that's my your, thing. Yeah. I, I hate, I hate the yeah. generic stuff. And I, so many people do it. And at the end of the day, they put out more content than me. You know, they're in there, they're responding. They put out tweets, they put it on Instagram, like they actually get stuff out there for your community to answer. 
But like, I would I rather you got this out there, Matt. I'm gonna heat check you right now. Are you heat? Are you out there? Are you blasting us? Are we getting? I got you I mean, on Instagram. I got you on Instagram. Twitter. Did we get Twitter? Let Matt? me go. No, let I'm me go to Twitter. Twitter. I'm gonna cut the podcast maybe or short today. Let's see. I mean, this is tough. I got Phil Helmuth and Drake are getting fucking love. Phil Helmuth on the podcast tomorrow. Shout I out can't to see. Philly. I'm tomorrow. privileged to be on this podcast. This is this. It is goes me best. then Phil Helmuth, which is insane. I did have. I did give you the nod on terms of uh, yeah, choice. I said Phil. That's I'm going to see what Matt wants schedule wise, and then let me. I'll try. I mean, I, Phil Helmuth is he's such a character. I'm sure you know him well. I've never met him. I've never talked to him. But like, he's just he's hanging out with the Kardashians a month ago. He's hanging out with Drake yesterday. Phil he's is beating honestly, Daniel Negreanu back to back. He's beaten Polk. He's, he might be the greatest heads up player of our whole entire <laughs> generation. Like in that, it, it, he's just white magic in left and right. This is third time on his podcast. Well, Phil and I are in 13 different investments together. I know Phil very well. I talked to him a lot. The guy is one of a kind. He's just like the most special person. Like he's in his own world. He's a gen- very generous, but also, you know, he's just, he's just different. He's different. He's a different guy. I don't know what you can say. It's hard to not. I, I, yeah. I can't say anything. You have a question I, I, for Phil? Let's cut this and I'll play it for him. Do you have anything? Would you like to know personally about like Phil or what his, his, uh, you're kind of a younger version of Helmuth. You're like the great young guy, the early Twitch guy. He's, he's older. He's double your age. You know, imagine Matty Ice um, in 30 years. Where could Matty, how many, uh, how many Twitch titles, how many this and that? Like, I, I want to make the comparison now and give me a question for Phil. All right. My, my question is for Phil and you. Because I, I put you guys both in the same process. What once you get so far into poker that you're not a poker player anymore? How do you like? How do you keep playing? You know, because like once you're invested in the 15 companies and you're in, you're in NFT cabanas, you're, you're owning NFT cabanas. You got you got stakes in every single company. You're making money from 20 places. How do you just sit down at the poker table and grind it out? Like. I guess it's just for the love of the game, but it just seems kind of crazy to me that you can be involved in 30 projects and still want to sit down and play cards and like kind of pass it off as, as like, Hey, I'm a poker player. It's like, well, yeah, like kind of, but like, so I, so let me, let me uh, Phil's good. This is Phil's. That's a great question. Phil's going to be the one to, you know, he's been doing it forever and more so in different level of, you know, he's just been around. He's in there. He's he, uh, Phil, I think is 50. I don't even know how old he is. He's 50, uh, early fifties maybe. But, um, you know, what I would say that I struggle with, and I talked to Ben CB, who I know you're a raise your edge proponent, me Mm -hmm. as well. You know, Ben CB is like the epitome of a, of a grinder of, of just an absolute, you know, he's all, he's a horse. He's a workhorse. He's a great player. He puts out great content. So I talked to Ben about this specifically, because there are times where I'll be streaming or playing and I feel, uh, you know, like, like I'm, a, I'm like in the middle, right? Like I'm kind of a content creator. I'm kind of a poker player, but like, it's weird because like, I don't have, you know, all the time to study as much as I'd like. So like, I, you, you want to be confident and you want to be in tune and you want to feel like you can win at any point. But listen, I know that I'm not Ben CB or pads or, you know, I'm not putting hours a day into solver work. It's just not happening. Like I, you know, I just based like you can only pick and choose so much. So I, uh, I, I feel Helmuth's like an anomaly too. Cause he's literally not doing that work. I promise you he's not doing solver work and stuff, but the guy has his own style. He knows how to play live. He's a smart guy, great poker player. You know, Negreanu as well. Negreanu has sort of shown us he's dove into that sort of world of solvers and gotten trying to get there and, and stay in tune. But, uh, you know, I'm on a long winded answer <clears throat> question. Is like I don't know because it's like different at some point, right? You do kind of break into like the content side versus the the poker side, and you get kind of in the middle, and you can kind of be your identity is almost lost. Like Jamie as well. Yeah. Jamie's a big content guy, 
he works hard on his game. Jamie's gotten much better at poker in the last few years from my understanding, you know, just what I see and feel and just basically talking with him. But still, like, you can't do it all. Like, guy, and that's why guys uh, on Twitch. You're proof that you can do it all, Jeff. You are proof that you can do it all, actually. I, I promise you my poker game, I'm, I'm confident, but I'm telling you, like, I, I you know, it's not, uh, it's not, I'm not a, uh, I'm not an absolute, you know, Man, I, feel, guy, so. I feel dumb sometimes. Like I feel dumb sometimes when I'm sitting there playing poker and I'm like, I, I look, I'll just open up my Twitter feed and I'll see like 16 different coins that these guys are making millions off. And I'm like, man, I'm playing like the 55. Like this is, this is my talent. Like this is where I came from. This is why right. anyone watches me. But at the same time, I'm just like, look at all these opportunities everywhere that are going on around me. And all these people are jumping on them. And I'm just, I'm just zoned into this poker world. And it's, I'm not saying everyone's getting rich off this stuff, but like there's so much going on these days and you're the prime example. Cause I see what you you talk about and you're in all these different projects. And I'm like, look at all these opportunities. Look at all these people, just these crypto Lords. And uh, I don't know. Sometimes I'm just like, man, like poker is so one dimensional. Now somebody in the chat said, most people lose money. I, I understand that. I understand that. Not everyone's getting rich, but it's uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I'm not going to listen. This is, we're not, we can't edit this podcast. This is some of the stuff I'm involved in, Matt. Don't, I'm not going to blow up your spot, but don't act like you're, you know, like I said, Dungeon and Dragons. You're out there mixing up. Maddie's making some good plays here and there. Not, not saying crypto, not saying business, whatever, but I'm saying you're also 20 fucking four. Let me tell you what I was doing when I was 24 years old. I was living with my best friends. I was on a, a, in a, in a place where I was playing online poker, not with Twitch. I was just hanging out. I was eating, ordering Ding Hao, playing beer pong every day and breaking, you know, slightly winning in, in online poker at the time. Maybe, maybe slightly winning. Who knows what I was doing? I'm just saying that was me as a 24, 26, 27, 28 year old self. So, you know, you say this, but dude, you're 24. You got bands, Maddie bands, Maddie ice. You're mixing it up. You're shaking your bacon. You're a household name in poker. So I, you know, you're saying this and that, dude, you're 20 effing four. I don't know. I've never thought about my age. I've never thought yeah. about it. Because you're, you're, you're like, uh, you're like, uh, what's it called? Uh, you're, you're like the guy in, uh, in, in the show. What's that show? The little, like, uh, what Dungeon and dragons, green eyed Asian shouting out charted 30, my <laughs> oh, man. But you're like the guy the the advanced guy, what's that show, man? Modern family, like the, the, the kid Manny who thinks he's an adult at like 10, like you're, you're in there comparing and talking about like, you're talking about guys that are 50 and 40 and 35 and shit, man. You got a decade like ahead on a lot of people. So just uh, come on, Matt. I mean, I, I got to make you smell the roses on this one. Like uh, you're ahead of the game. Right. That's the point. All right. You know? All right. All right. I hear you. I hear yeah. you. So anyway, that's my rant, but um, I don't even know where to go from here. Let's first of all, just give a little shout If you're not following Matt on, on, uh, on Twitch. There you go. You should be. Look at that. Help him hit that 100K. He's almost there. Uh, we got Green Eyed Asian in the chat. Uh, he just said, I missed Ding Hao. Reference to Baltimore. Anyone in Baltimore knows Ding Hao. I hope that place is still there. I, I kept that place in business. Some late night orders in my, uh, yeah, those were some dark times. A lot of beer, a lot of Chinese food, not a lot of working out. Um, Matt, tell them, what, tell them what people can expect if they're watching and they don't know you. What do they get on your stream? What are you doing? How are you different than some of these other crushers and guys I, that are streaming right now? My my stream has always been basically me trying to make it. I'm trying like hard to succeed at the high stakes and like grow my bankroll. And my my stream's always been about transparency too. You know, I show my results. Like I'm on a huge downswing right now. Like I, I've had some good scores, but like like the Powerfest, like Scoop, all these series, I I I bricked everything 
So like I'm on a huge downswing. They see that. I have my daily results there. I have my my bankroll total over the last few years, you know. So it's just like a it's it's all about the journey of me like trying to trying to figure it out poker wise, you know. And uh I like to you know, I like to educate a little bit too if it's the right kind of audience. Like I don't I don't always play correctly, but you know, if people are playing low stakes in my channel, like I, I do have some good information for people and like some nice ways to play hands. So, so yeah, I like to talk a lot about, it, it's a lot of poker. It's, it's very poker stream. You know, I'm not talking about lifestyle too much in there. Like I'm, I'm talking about poker. I'm trying to figure out the game and yeah, that's, that's my stream and I'm trying to make it. I got to ask you, cause this is fascinating to me. I, and this is, so I haven't streamed in like maybe a month and a half or two. I did flicking yeah. and location. I couldn't play on party. I know the big WPT coming up, excited to, to see that. I'll sweat that, maybe stream a bit during that, play a little what I can play and then also show some of the stuff. But, you know, I hopped in, there was a Venom. It was a big event. It was a seven mil gear and seven mil purse. I got 90th out of 2,800. I was one tabling it, one tabling it, showing some party stuff, keeping up with whatever. But I just feel, I was actually did it yesterday. I was one tabling. I did my taxes and I had one table going. It was very focused. It wasn't even streaming. Just one table. Like, I never do that. Yeah, I yeah. never play and don't mm-hmm. stream. But I was like, you know what? This particular tournament, I'm able to play it. Big Whatever. Played it. Bagged it. Day two. One bullet. Whatever. So I go back and forth between thinking I'm an amazing poker player. And sometimes when I'm like 6'10 tabling and things are getting spread out. Like, a, I don't want to even use an analogy. I'm, things are getting bad. And, like, and I don't know. And the confidence is so big in poker. But my question to you, how do you, with all your Twitch experience, what is your sweet spot for tables playing? Because I know playing one or two tables is different. Like, I feel like I might be one of the best players in the world, one or two tables. Six to 10, I don't even know if I can, I don't think I could be, I don't think I can be $22 tournaments at six to 10. I, and I've tried it. I've forced it. I've done it. I yeah. feel like all oh, Twitch wants to see one deep run, but no, if you just, you take down the buy-ins, you take up the engagement and you play better. So that's what I got to start doing. I, I'm, I'm giving up on the dream of the six to 10 Mormon. We, we've had this conversation so many times. I need times. to have it again. What are you yeah. doing? What have you fine tuned it? Where are you on this? Cause this is I, huge. And I, I think I want, this is almost, I could do an entire podcast with poker player guests about this topic. It's so fascinating to me. Yeah. I think it's so overlooked and it's so non uh, what's the word. It's not been perfected. Like there should be a formula to be able to see what your sweet spot is. And, and I think most people will be naive and it's going to be less is more. What does Matt Staples do on tables? I'm, you know, I've honestly, I've shifted into the higher side actually recently. I've, I've shifted from six, like a six was all my, always my standard. I, I've gone to like four, but then back to six. I've gone to eight and back to six. Like it always just lands on six because it fits the table. Like it fits the screen nicely. It's enough action. But, but I've actually brain, you're on a downswing and you're going up tables. Maybe you should take it down. What well, about four? I mean, what about downswings two? are a whole another concept. You, you know, you're saying that, but you putting in less volume could could make my downswing last longer. You know, like let's say I am playing well, then like putting in less volume would be a hindrance to my success. So it's it's a it's a tricky subject. But uh, okay, so you think six? What do you think your sweet spot though of your best ability of playing four? What's your actual best? Like where you're just crushing it? You know what's going on? You knew that guy folded a small blind. When you can't tell me if that guy's folding a small blind or not, and and a, and, a, and, and and freak at what frequency? You're not in the matrix on the plane, and and that's when one two table allows you. You know what's happening. The t- the tempo of it. You know this guy's tight. You saw the showdown. You see the hands when you're six eight ten tabling. You're not seeing that. You don't see I, what I, that guy was all in with. Did he double? You know I, pads blows my mind 
that guy, I don't even think he's a real person. He must have spotters <laughs> behind him with like four people, like fold there, fold there, hand here, which I don't even know if that's illegal, right? It's not telling you what to do or play, but like, I always thought that would be helpful if you had like eyes to just like, like the, the non important decisions, you know, like, yo, <laughs> no. you're timing out. Like, cause you can have one timeout and it spirals you, you fold Queens, you misclick yeah. here, your time banks over there. You're in the six max PLO turbo KO double knockout, triple whammy. Yeah, and don't don't reg that tournament. I'll just start you there. Don't reg that tournament. That's yeah. That's a, so, okay. So yeah, tell me. Like, well, how, okay. The, listen, if you're playing tables and you, you feel like you're missing action, like if I'm playing tables and I feel like I'm missing action, if my time banks being run into it quite often, I know I'm, I know I'm playing too many tables. Like, I agree with you there. If you feel a bit lost, if you feel like, you know, if your time bank is getting run out and you're folding hands based on time bank, like, that's a clear indicator that you're just playing too many tables. But, like, there's smart people in poker that just, like, argue for volume. You know, like, maybe you do miss the small blind. But, like, let, let's say you do miss the small blind, but the amount that that's hurting your win rate versus having the extra tournament up where you get to play, you know, play your premiums, play your good ends, like, you're going to catch enough spots. So, I don't know, I don't know, man. I hear you because I also feel like I play really well on low tables. Like I'm like, oh yeah, like he doesn't have that hand in the small blind because he would have three bet that pre. I can make this bluff. Like you make those matrix plays and you're like, shit. Like I wouldn't have caught that if I had eight tables or ten. But like, right. is that is that worth? Is that enough of a factor to not have an extra four profitable registrations open? And like, dude, I don't have an answer for you. I don't. I don't. Yeah, it's. It's tough, man. It's tough. And also I think there needs to like, I think a fundamental of um, I need like better foundation rules. Like if I'm like close to, I don't know, I'm timing out, like just call or like just see a flop or like, you know, time, my time bank game's never been good. I got to give a shout out to my man, Begs Clutch, Tim Begley for back in the day, played a lot online. And like, he had like sick time bank stuff, you know, like being comfortable. That's not going to like, I get like anxious sometimes if like time out of it, like, is it, is it activated? Is it going to work? Mm. Like let the time bank go a bit, use some tricks, do some timing stuff. But I just feel like I've never been great with time bank. And I think some people are really good at that. What they have it when they don't like they balance, they're even like using it correctly. I don't know. I just, I just feel like I need better, uh, better default like tricks like stuff multi I need better multi-table organization like bigger buy-ins and different color in the right spot move it over to the primary you know on your screen right you got the six slots but there's there's yeah. the money slots like the there two is. by the camera you're kind of looking then there's all there then you got your your side piece slots and then you got kind of like the the, the shit on the side that you're big just buy-ins, like, big buy-ins in the middle every time in the middle interesting okay i like that i usually right go right but yeah so anyway i need some better tricks but all right i think i we covered that we've covered this before this is a, this is the second podcast guys with matt staple uh we got a different background we've grown up a little bit we're at different periods of our life but we have had a podcast with matt if you want to go watch we do cover you know a lot of stuff there as well that was maybe a year ago and a half even a long time ago i can't remember yeah. um we got 2019 2019 even yeah so we were over we were overdue i do want to have one with you and jamie at the same time later in this year we'll do that i think jamie's going to be on next week as well uh so that'll be that'll be fun to catch up with him how give me your relationship with jamie what is how has your relationship progressed over the years he's got your serious girlfriend he's engaged he's in different continent what's going on like are you and jamie are you in daily calls are you you running each other you're doing a daily chat like some challenges on party you're playing how often you keep up with jamie what's your guys relationship yeah we we talk quite a bit still we we talk uh i'd say a few times a week because we actually we play games together sometimes um we both play valorant actually 
so yeah, we'll we'll play some games and we'll be on a Discord call for a few hours and, and chat. So like we have a lot of a lot of time to talk. And then you know we're Jamie's Jamie's getting deeper into his poker study. So we've been actually talking some poker lately as well. Like once a week or whatever, we'll talk about hands and yeah, we, we keep up quite a bit. And of course, party poker. Like he's you know he's he's kind of let me know like what's going on with like when I'm doing challenges and this and that. So so yeah, we 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 are in steady contact haven't been able to see each other forever since since january 2020 i haven't seen jamie in person so how is that how is that aspect of it and like do you feel like almost like socially because I've, I've started to do a little more things I, I got some trips planned and and i have seen a few people but it's kind of like it's a little different right like it's kind of weird to not really talk or see people or family after such a long period of time it's just a bit bizarre uh how, how do you uh I guess you see your parents though, right? You're in your, you, you see your parents a fair amount. I, I haven't seen my parents for a long time either. I, Cause I don't, I don't live in the same city as them. So with COVID, I haven't really visited them. I, I guess maybe twice, maybe twice over the last year. I saw, I see my parents. I do talk to them as well on the phone and stuff, but yeah, there's just been a very low amount of contact. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. And, and uh, what, what do you think, what's your, what's your perception of the current state of poker? What, what do you believe is going on with, you know, is it sustainable? We saw big numbers, big boost, obviously with COVID people are online, online sites are pumped up. Like what, have, what's your been your feeling about this? the level of the games, the quality of the tournaments, um, the, the prize pools. Like, do you feel like poker is, where are we? Where, give me a little graph. What's happening. Where are we now? Where's going to be in a year or two U.S. States, Michigan, shout out to Michigan. Stuff seems to be opening up a bit. Things are happening. Where, it does. Where are you thinking? I mean, that's, that is, I'm not even from the U S and I'm excited about that. Like I like to see that, that there's States opening up and like people can play on, on nice software, regulated poker down there. It's uh, I'm excited about that. As for, um, you know, kind of global poker, it seems good. I don't know. I'm not a, I'm not a big stats guy. It does seem good. You know, like this, the series that were just run were, were massive. They were just massive. Like the tournaments that were, were happening in full schedules from these sites. It's uh I don't know. It, it seems big. It, it seems live and well. It, it, it doesn't feel different than a few years ago. Maybe it's a bit smaller, but I don't know. It, it seems fine to me. And, and what about what about the quality of play? Like when you're battling 3,200 or 1Ks and 500s, like Stuff. obviously tough fields, but like, are you like, wow, like, is there, I mean, are you seeing stuff that you're like, all right, like this is worth, like this is, there's some people giving it away. Or are you kind of like, man, this is, you know, I'm in there flipping a lot and t- spots are tough. For me, where my current game is, it's it's tough. The games, like the the five hundred and up, those games are tough for me. Anyway, like you, you know, you'll hear the top ranks be like, "Oh, like these games are good." You know, they seem to think the games are really good, but it's probably because I'm hopping in the games. You know what I mean? That's kind of that's kind of where I'm at for these. So, yeah, I think uh, it's tough for me to say because I, I feel like I'm just a bit of a dog in the the one Ks and the two Ks and the five Ks and stuff like that. So, yeah. It feels right. tough. T- tell me a bit about your YouTube and what's happening here. Cause you have got, you got a nice following here as well. Got some nice banners, nice videos made. What is your content uh, outlook? Like, do you have an editor? Do you have how, give me a process on how a video gets, gets put out for you. Yeah. So these are, these are all, well, most of these are stream highlights. So if I have any good streams where I have any kind of deep run, I'll, I'll send it over to my editor, which uh, I work with party poker for that. And and yeah, they just chop it up, make a nice little highlight video. And I try to, I try to get a few of those out every week. And I love having a YouTube community too. That's kind of another thing um, 
that's another thing I want to do better is I want to, I would like to be a YouTuber as well. I don't, I don't know if you feel like a YouTuber yourself. Like you have a separate community there. Like for me right now, it's just, I stream on Twitch and I'll just throw my stuff on YouTube, but like, I don't really connect with the YouTube guys, but I would like to, I'd like to switch that around and, and try to get personal with YouTube. Cause it's, uh, so, I don't know. It's just a fun platform. It is fun. I have mixed feelings like about YouTube and, 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 and I, you know, I kind of have like these days where I'll wake up and I'm like, man, you know, it'd be kind of fun to do like Gary Vee type thing where I just have like people around me. Like I have like a, someone right, like videoing stuff, like putting stuff out doing it. But then I'm like, I'm not really in this space where it's like the stuff I like, whether I run some, I do some live poker stuff. I've been playing some decent, you know, pretty high stakes PLO and, and doing some stuff. But like, I think like, the funny part about poker is a lot of the most interesting stuff. Like there's been some ideas of people I know, like where they were going to film them going to their private games in LA or Vegas and like seeing kind of like, it'd be pretty interesting, right? Like if you name some characters in poker and like see what they're doing on a daily basis, the games are in the environment they're in, you know, it'd be pretty interesting. I mean, look at Paul Pierce, you know, absolutely ridiculous what happened. Like crazy that he did that. Like, I don't know what the people he was with, what they were thinking to like, not a lot, you know, someone should have been there to like, like, yo bro, what are you doing? Or help him out. But you know, he punted that contract, did that. But like in theory, people would like to see the private game lifestyle. They'd like to see a daily, what, you know, I would, I'd be interested. What's Matt doing on a daily, like, you know, you're streaming a lot, but let's say you go to the store, you go to the park, you're hanging with friends, you're talking, you're stressed. Like if I could be a fly on the wall and see like your day or Jamie's day or any streamer, (laughs) any known, well, like poker guy that's in the mix, like it'd be interesting to see like how they conduct themselves, how they talk to people, how they do stuff, how they move, like whatever. Right. But you can't really, the juicy stuff is all kind of private or other people are involved that don't want to be involved. Right. It's like gambling. It's like whatever. So it's kind of a tricky one. So I don't know. I've I've debated about that, but I just don't think it would be that interesting if you like, can't really show like the full, if you can't show it all, like what you're you're doing, how you're doing. You're right about that. That would be sick to know, to know about like all the the private games and the big pots and the characters. You're right. That would be yeah. huge. It would huge. be a great show, but like that's the, the mm-hmm. all them have families and they're kind of, you know, they don't, they don't want to be like guys or CEO of this or that. Like, oh, he's out for, you know, playing 200, $300,000 pots and, and ripping Patron shots at 4am when he's you know yeah. up at seven for his board meeting. It's like, yeah, it's not really, it doesn't really work. You know, not, there's no, there's no amount of money or thing that you'd be able to do to make them be, be enrolled in that. So I think it's just a bit, bit tricky, but um, yeah, I get what you're saying. I, I like for the world series, it makes sense though. Right. Like if you went out to the world series, like kind of wake up, you work out, you have a routine place. So like I tried doing that a bit, but also it's usually like me doing the videos. Like I have a guy that helps, but it's just kind of hard like to have them around all the time and do it right. And then get it edited. And like Negrani does a pretty good job of that, right? Like he's got a guy and he does some stuff and he has like a nice like clockwork getting the videos out and people like that. And that, that type of thing I think is interesting. You throw in a deep run, you go to the world series, you're, you're in there. There's a lot of people, interesting people that you can talk or do a little you know thing with or whatever. So that, that would make it. sense. But, I, but. Yeah, I think I, I was just, I just, I've done this backwards. Like I, all the traveling and the vlogging that Jamie did and like all these experiences, I, if I could just transfer those all to now, like where my current personality is, and like my current stream is and, and what I want to do and what I enjoy, that would be perfect, man. Like I, I want to do everything that I did in 2017. I want to do now. Like I'm ready for that again. Like I want to do the travel. I want to do the stream house. I want to do the stream boat. You know, that that's, I'm looking forward to all that kind of stuff, man. I, I was much more in my shell back then just trying to figure out what the heck was going on. And 
And yeah, I, now I just want to do fun stuff, fun stuff. Right. It's not, I mean, like you said, you have, you have a, you have a foundation now. You kind of, you've done like a lot where you don't feel as anxious. If you do go away for a little, come back. I mean, look at like Tonka, Somerville, guys like this that have these type of footprints that if mm-hmm. they do take lax guys that, you know, they, they take a little break or Finton, Spraggy. Yeah. You know, like people are going to come back and realize that they got to live and have a life too and do some stuff. And then they want to come back and check in. But, uh, I, I, uh, I, I'm with you. Uh, I'm with you for sure. Let's, uh, let's, I mean, man, I got a lot of other things I want to ask and topics, but I do want to make sure, I mean, you saw, I, I got tired scrolling. Uh, we are going to have to, we're going to take a lot of these. questions. Yeah, man. There's people want to know what's happening. Um, oh, there's Philly. Phil tomorrow. We'll get that question in um, tomorrow as well. We'll make sure that to ask that Phil, Phil is such a, oh, there it is. Ice. If you win your, we will, I'm going to give double. Uh, if, if you somehow win on the, the, the giveaway, we're going to, yeah, yeah. uh, We'll do that. Look at the viewers shot up too. And you tweet it, man, we got to give a little, a little love out here. Let's do uh let's make sure we get some of these questions or anything else before we dive down this, this, the question deal. Is there anything that you personally would like to discuss that's going on projects, ambitions, goals for 2021? I mean, you're hitting this hundred K mark. That's pretty cool. It's around the corner. Anything planned for that? Any celebration? You got a local nightclub running out. What are you doing? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Maybe a celebration seems seems fitting. 100K is just such a great milestone. It's, it's just a great one. one. You know, it's just it it's clean. There's nothing really close to 100K either. You know, I don't. I don't. Do you celebrate 200K? I guess maybe you do. Like it goes from 100K to like half a milli to a milli almost. Yeah, I think 250 just sounds. 250 cool. is a good one too. Yeah, yeah. 100 nice. Um, yeah, I. Uh, and uh it's it's it is for sure it's exciting so let's let's uh let's dive in i'm gonna think of some more because i got a lot of stuff i, I just uh, keeps like and also i forget we've covered a fair amount on the um we have covered a lot on the first podcast too so i don't want to be too repetitive but we've uh real quick before we go in any shows on netflix uh or prime or anything that you like or things you've discovered over the last year something you just like you love the show or maybe someone hasn't heard mm-hmm. of them, not Homeland. not the thrones like which one homeland that's a big one Homeland. Homeland, yeah, it's uh. How many series are in that? There's eight seasons. It's is that, it's. Is that the one with the guy? He's like in billions or the orange hair. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think I saw the first two or three seasons, and it was very good. Like he's like so a spy, good. or he's like undercover, or he's like or whatever. Like he's uh. Yeah, he comes he, back uh, from the Middle East, and like they don't know if he's like turned or not. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty. It was. I. I still actually. I don't even know the answer. Do they? When do? When do they reveal that? I won't, I won't spoil. I'm shouting no, I'm it out. Season, whether you know um, for sure or not, like that he's clear, like, don't tell me if he is or isn't or whatever. Like what's, cause I can't I remember. Mean, you would have seen it already. It's in the first few seasons, seasons? for sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's in the first, right. but that, no, that, that shows like fantastic. It's, it's, uh, it's like movie. They, they have movie quality episodes, like hour and a half long. It's like high production. It's, and it's just like episode five of some random season. You're like, wow. Yeah, and actually billions. Of, I'm actually watching billions right now. Six yeah, show, that, love it. That's, that's a good one as well. Yeah. He's in that, right? Yeah, Bobby X. He gets me hyped up to, to become a billionaire. Yeah, he's a uh, he's that that is definitely definitely a good one. All right, we are we are we're here. We got we're starting off with some Spanish. Looks like I'm gonna skip that one. Um, prop bets. We covered it. Any prop bets? Do you like prop bets? Do you think, is that something that, is that part of like your culture now? You've done some, you get it. Are you looking, are you actively pursuing them? Do you bet on futures or anything? Or are you just kind of mm. sport betting anything or just you hit your prop bet you, in your head and you got a little, yeah. gave a little back. And now I hit just, my, I hit my one and done, gave a little back to the community and uh, 
Yeah, I mean, if something, I'm sure in the future something will come up. Like, I'm not, I'm not opposed to them, but I'm not going out of my way to come up with bets to make my life more difficult. You know, right? For yeah. sure. Please ask Matt what it would take. Ghost of M, of course, the legend. We got to answer. He asked. We're going to answer. He's our that's everyone's favorite mod. Uh, he asked, "What would it take to get him to do a micro army redux challenge in 2021? Six months has to play games he played when starting. No higher buy-ins allowed. See if he can recreate his run-up." What would it? It would take tons of money and viewers, I guess, because <laughs> that's what I'm giving up. You know, I'm giving up tons of money and viewers. So, if I could be compensated somehow to do it. Or maybe a prop bet. Maybe there's a prop bet that would earn me a milli if I did that or something. Well, then, then that I think that's what it would take. But it's uh, I get this question a lot. Like, would you do a micro sticks challenge? And it's like I'm not done my first micro sticks challenge. You know, like I came from the micros. I'm trying to conquer the high stakes. If I do that, like I would be willing to go back down and like make a cool, cool thing of it, playing the micros again and like teaching people how I would get out of the micros. I guess essentially. Right. But, Kind of like Charlie Carell, right? Something like that, where he's like playing and doing a lot of exactly. Yeah, like you notice the people that do micro sticks challenges. Doug Polk, crusher of heads up, the best heads up player in the world, has so much money. Whatever he does, the micro sticks challenge. Charlie Carell or Carol, he does the micro sticks challenge after crushing high sticks tournaments for how many years? Like, yeah, it's just a bit early for me. I think bit early. Right, makes 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 sense. Good question. Favorite multi table tournament one first place. What's your favorite win? You know, I actually saw this one. Um, Ask Leo. It would have been, it, it was actually a 215 Monday six max, like way back when on stars. I, cause I, I was playing like low stakes at the time or something. And I, I forget how I got into this 215. Like maybe it was a satellite or something, but I was, a 215 was like an intimidating buy in for me. And it was a six max deep structure, like not, a, not for the faint of heart, not for like a recreational player. And I managed to win it outright for 16K, which I think like must have doubled my role or something or like tripled my role at the time. And uh, that was like, that was probably my favorite first place I've ever had, honestly. Right. Yeah, that makes that makes sense. That's definitely, you know, anytime it's significant bankroll, uh, the early ones can be the not the biggest, yeah. but the, the, the most impactful and the, allow you to kind of move forward and, and onward, upward and feel confident and and. and and proceed well yeah. what was the most difficult time like we, we i've asked jamie i've asked you this but just sort of tell me like what, what it feels like with your family and with gambling now and i know your parents like we've talked about this in the last podcast i'm like your mom or like they're watching they're in there they know what's going on they, it's like very fun like what is that how does that feel to have your parents supportive and engaging and was it always the case remind me on what they felt initially when you and jamie kind of what was the gap between you and jamie starting and streaming and playing poker year how long did it take you to die it would have been a, it would have been a well jamie playing poker would have been like five years or so jamie's been playing poker for a lot longer because I, I was still in high school when jamie was playing poker you know for money online so the gap is pretty huge but in terms of like playing professionally and whatever by the time that i had started playing for fun because that's how i did start playing i just played micro sticks for fun they had already seen jamie do his thing jamie was already a streamer he was already competing with jay carver so like they were getting the intro while I was just starting to play. So like when it came to me playing poker, they they were already used to it. I think Jamie did struggle a bit with my parents at the beginning, like when he was becoming a pro, poker pro. I think they they obviously didn't understand, and there was there was a bit of like oh god, like my son's gonna my son's gonna be you know a gambler, like he's got to go to this, got to go to that. So, but yeah, it's been an easy road for me. I also never had a conversation with them. 
you know? I just, I was never like, hey guys, like I want to be a poker pro. I was just like, yeah, I'm living with Jamie and now I'm doing this. And they're like, okay. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. uh, it's kind of, I mean, yeah, they gotta be pretty proud though. Right. To see their kids both like, you know, they're sponsored. Like it's cool. Cause you basically, and, and, and I say this all the time and when people jump around or move from one site to another, again, yeah. people, LeBron James, right. He moves, he goes from Cleveland to Miami to Lakers, this like people move, get traded. There's 32 teams. It's a little less intense when, when people jump from poker stars to party poker or party poker to GG or GG to ACR or whatever, like there's four or five major sites, right? Maybe throw in a couple more that people have deals with. Say there's seven or seven, eight sites. It's sort of like sure. you're not, it's just more like noticeable and it feels more sort of intense, but it's really not. It's just part of like right place, right time. Look at Moneymaker. He was a staple for 17, 18 years, poker stars, right? The timing with, with him and family and having to travel around and U.S. poker not there, he signs with ACR. It looks kind of shocking, but really, it's just simply about economics and, and timing. Yeah. You know, same thing with us. We I love poker stars. James loves poker stars. Kevin loves poker stars. Party poker in the moment with Rob Young and with what they're doing, their vision, and and, and also they didn't have a Twitch team. They wanted Jamie and myself. We I talk with Rob. He says, "Hey, I want to build it. I want to get it's good for poker. That is no question. Like competition's good." 888 only at Tonka. Now they, they signed some people. They got some people streaming. That's good. Poker stars has, you know, still they, they were the, the monopoly. They still have the big, some big guys, the, the, the biggest uh, with Lex and whatnot. It's good. Party has a team now. That's good. GG's gotten big. That's good. Like, and yeah. I think now you're seeing you're able, you know, you're playing on some other sites. I play on some other sites. Sometimes it's okay to yeah. promote and have everyone kind of like, it's not like taboo. Like, you know, it's like, look, the Lakers play the Clippers. Like they have yeah, fans yeah. and both, like they interact, they build. It's like, you know, it's good to have friendly competition. Yeah. And I think it's just time. about, yeah. it's about being realistic about like what a, what a poker pro is. And like, you know, uh, an ambassador's supposed to, you know, ambassador's supposed to like hype up the good stuff that's happening with the site, you know, like shout out the series. Like what's like, Hey guys, check this out. Like, this is a really good series. Check out these structures. These are great tournaments. It's not like, you know, our stuff, our stuff is good and everyone else sucks. It's like, no, like, Hey, check out the good stuff we have going on here. You know? And I think that's just a much more realistic way to look at it. And like, I think people know that too. So I think it's better. Yeah. I agree with you. I agree with you. Right. Yeah. And, and, and tell me what it feels like. Do you ever, you know, now looking at it, you signed a you know, multi-year deal. You're with a, a major site. What does that actually mean to you? To, 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 uh, how has it sunk in since we, we <laughs> talked last time? It was pretty fresh, I think, after you were signed. What, what is like kind of, you know, is it kind of getting a monkey off your back? Because for a period of time, you and Pav... I remember yeah. when we, we, Jamie and I were like, we need to get, we have to have them with party. Like they're, these guys crazy. They're not signed, but like your stock was so high. You guys had the, and like you had options. It wasn't like, Oh, I need to get signed. Like you were just waiting. It was like, where do you go? You had some offers coming in. What was yeah. that like though? To kind of like, what did that do for you? Legitimacy, legitimacy wise for you to be with like a powerful brand and come into uh to be represented. What did that mean and feel? I mean, it's been, it's been pretty awesome it's been pretty awesome. Like getting to work with uh, a team and like just have, you know, having a badge, it's just, uh, it's more, it's, it's more of like, I, I guess a sense of pride than anything, you know, it's like, Hey, you've like earned your stake in the poker world, you know, like a site values your, your name, your community enough to like make you an ambassador. So it's, yeah, it's, I, I guess it's just a, it's just like a prideful thing. You know, it, it, it feels nice. feels mm-hmm. nice. Got a question here from Tom Nolan's asking, who is your poker idol? Do you have anyone business-wise, poker-wise, from growing up, watching? Like, were you even 
were you too young even when like high stakes poker was on tv like aaron were you even like were you in like middle school i watched that i watched that on youtube man right i I never even caught it live yeah so like who who was is anyone any characters from that any anyone now whether they're like just crushers player wise like whatever is there anyone who do you like look up and like wow like these guys are great and like this is like what i either like model my game or i model what i want like who do you look up to in poker i you know like i it's see poker is a bit weird because even even though I'm much worse than a lot of the people I compete against at the high stakes, it's it's kind of hard to idolize people that you play against. You know what I mean? It's like okay, yeah. I'm gonna hop I'm gonna hop into the 1K with this other guy. So like I'm not gonna you know like send him a tweet and say like oh I love your game like you know this is it's like hey I'm playing against that guy you know like I also got to these stakes. Now that's not to be said that that guy's not way better than me and he doesn't deserve my respect, but I just, I just don't idolize the players, I guess. So I, I wouldn't use the word idol, but I do respect people's game. Like um, Ben CB is a big one. I mean, he's he's coached me some, and I, I just I, I find it so sick how how good he is and how just how consistently he crushes. And Patrick Leonard's the other one that I, I like following his his journey, like how much he wins, like how dedicated he is to to grinding and playing the series and uh yeah yeah those two i would say ben yeah. and, and patrick leonard great choices um best uh best right hand poker just tell me your fun hand not just like not aces what's like J- jack nine suited five four suited? i like what's the su- i like the suited eights king eight suited jack eight suited those are nice yeah suited eights um Awesome. Very, 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 very good hands. Those are the cracker hands. Do you like the alias change in party poker? So party poker is, of course, man, we wreck. Well, this way, that's so confusing. Over here, we rep them. We love them. They've done some nice innovative things. They've taken some chances with no HUDs. Uh, they've done some alias different things now that you know, what do you, yay. Well, I, uh, my, all yeah. my patches have no, like they don't stick. All right. But fair shout enough. out to party poker. I got it here. Don't worry. I love it. Well, of course, we're rocking, we're rapping, we're repping, we're rocking. So tell me, what do you think? New alias stuff. What, what's your thoughts on like these HUDs and alias and and, and, and all that? Like, what, what Now that we've done this, real names, alias, all these things, like what are your take on these topics? And, and what do you think that uh, you, you like and don't like? I mean, I mean, for me, like, I don't, um, I guess for me personally, like having to, having to like redo my notes on, on players, like after building up like a, you know building up like a an image on a guy and getting some good notes and stuff like having to reset that you know i can see that that's kind of frustrating but when it comes down to party poker they they do all this stuff for the players for integrity reasons and it's it's really hard to argue against that you know what i mean and and they want to they want to put out a poker site that is recreational friendly you hop online you're not going to be bum hunted you're not going to be there's not going to be this huge database of notes on you right there's no huds there's there's an alias change you get a fresh start you get to just hop in the tournament play it fair and square and like i understand that vision so yeah i it's it's uh it's not a big thing to me right but, yeah. yeah and and the no hud though do you are you just still how do you feel on that now that like that's i i like of- i like no huds i i i i don't understand huds at all in online poker i think it's the craziest thing you know, honestly, like the thing about it, it's sort of, it's just intimidating because it, it's like a whole nother thing you have to consider. Am I using it correctly? 
like sure what are they doing how am i pers- like yeah i forget the, the notes and all that or people knowing real names this and that but like when you go break in there and you got a guy like jungle man or guys that are like on the four set and they're clicking in there and they're seeing your turn yeah. bet size like that's intimidating and like that does feel bad so like you know i think it just i for sure like not having it because again like you you know look i can look at the pfr the vpip and like use it and when you're eight tabling or six tabling it's nice to kind of look over quickly and see something but like when you have to you know Basically, the answer is I don't think I'm using it as well as everyone else, and I'm sure people use it worse than me, and that becomes problematic. So I I, I do think that's that's good to not have. Let's just so if I if I just learned about online poker today, and somebody says, yeah, so I have a software for you that keeps track of everyone at your table, every single decision that they do on every street, and you can get gather all these stats on every one of your opponents. I'd be like, oh, that's illegal for sure. It must be like that's when you hear that, it's like that. There's no way that would be allowed in online poker, but it is like, that's a thing. HUDs. I, I just think it's such a crazy thing to allow. Um, now that being said, like if they were allowed, I would use one. Cause I, I just think it's like, it's a tough, tough edge to pass up, but I just, yeah, I, I it makes complete sense that they're not allowed. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Also, uh, to, to, to be fair too, like when you see Ben CB streamer guys, like when you look at his thing or his videos and you see that on the screen, it literally looks like the matrix It's pretty wild. Like, it's not even just like a little like command center HUD, like with a couple stats, like it is, it is, it, you can't help to notice it. And that is a bit intimidating. So I, I think that would be a nice movement if all the sites kind of got aligned and just, just did take that away. I see the, the legend, John Duffy in the chat. Hello, John. I uh, hope to have him on the podcast at some point. That's a, that's a one of the OGs in poker right yeah. there, man. That's a guy. He's he's a better at his hobby than you know my profession. You look up, he's final table, this 10K, party million, this and that. Like He's in there. You know, It's frustrating the guy plays like one or two tournaments a year and they have a better <laughs> overall net you know, thing. But anyway, John's in the chat. Hello, John. Plays the pots against John Duffy this year, yeah. I think. Yeah. Check raised a few people in his life. He knows, he knows how to play the game. So John's in there. Good to see him. Green eyed Asian got a lot of a lot of royalty in the chat today. Good to see everyone. Uh, let's uh, let's keep it rolling on the questions because we do have a lot. Um, all right, some religious questions we'll skip. That's uh, net politics, religion, COVID. We'll try to keep it to a minimum. Um, see, people are asking about this change about the tables and about these some of these things. I like the questions, but we'll try to find let's let's find something else here. Uh, a lot of compliments. There's a lot of fans, Matt. There's a lot of questions. For, yeah, People this is nice hello. to see. You. I appreciate everyone. You know, this is this is sort of like questions the, in. Oh, we got more. Oh, I think there's another. I just confused myself. Let me go back here. Hold on. Go here. We're gonna go here. And there's look at that. Over a hundred questions, Matt. Do we, I, do I need to start my that? podcast so I can ask you questions about your ventures because I I we could double this whole thing down and we could go on your your part of things because we need this is us. I haven't talked to Jeff for a long time. This is a full catch up, and uh, this is nice. We are we're doing a hybrid here, so we're gonna yeah. have to. We'll, we'll after the pod, we'll definitely, we'll definitely, uh, we'll we'll keep it going. We'll we'll do a proper, you know, just like the show. Like we said, listen, if everything we could talk about and be open book about everything and just like let everything ride, I think it would be it would be a great show and it would be a great combo. But some things, yeah. you know, they're they're private things. You got to just. You know, it's not for for podcast talk uh, here. What, oh, we got hair question. How is your hair so voluptuous? What hair products do you use? This is actually <laughs> kind of joke, but kind of serious. What What are you using um, these days? I use shampoo and conditioner about twice a week. That's my that's my strategy. No free plugs. You don't want to hit Head and Shoulders or someone for a little just just like courtesy. Um, no, 
No, nope, no freebies, guys. Matt, if you're a hair company and you're in the mix, you know I've seen a couple. You know, there's been a couple uh, people Jeff, sprinkling. Have you ever had long hair? Not really. Not I never did like yours. No, I, I don't have mm. a lot. I'm not like I. I've never had. Uh, no, actually, my wife loves long hair. But like I, it doesn't it grow it doesn't grow right. I tried it once. There's some pictures you could probably find. It was just absolute mess. I was on life tilt. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah I let it go for like nice hairline. three months. Yeah, you know, nice hairline. You keep it. it and it, it just wasn't me. It was really. It didn't. I was pissed off. I'll just say that it doesn't look. <laughs> I didn't feel good. I was actually on tilt, and I did yeah, that for my wife I one guess. time. And now you know we're in there. What's up? It's five payday in the house, man. What's up, brother? Good to see you um young men just have hair luck that's funny yeah no it's nice it's good to have matt you got a good head of hair there i like i like the long hair look that's nice for sure not everyone can pull it off if you can do it you do it i think you got to run it um let's see uh okay we got a question here from beister beister 76 hey matt if i move to canada and want to play live poker at least twice a week what city would you recommend shout out to canada all the canadians out there what's what Buddy, we i don't know yet i don't play live poker i don't know i don't know i mean calgary's got good yeah you know i i have to skip i have to skip because i this guy's gonna show up in canada in about two months he's gonna be pissed i i i have to skip Okay. Just if you don't know, you don't know. I respect that. Svetlana yeah. from Brazil allegedly is asking for your favorite movie. Matt, I just want to say Matt is off the table. Svetlana looks like she's getting into Cozy's question. <laughs> but uh, what's your favorite movie? Favorite movie? This is a hard one. This always trips people well, up. Yeah. Does anyone actually have a favorite, favorite movie? You do. Yeah. Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. I mean, I that's a it's, a, it's top five. It's everyone's top five. I'm going to go with Parasite. I'm gonna go with Parasite that came out this year. Parasite is that is that that's a play on the on what happened in the thing in the world as COVID is that, I haven't seen it. No, it's not about that. It's a it's a is it a Korean film? I'm not sure. It, it came out this year and it, it blew up. It's uh, it's kind of a joke about class like middle class, upper class. And I, I don't know. It's a complex is, is movie. Is that good? Your favorite movie ever? Probably my favorite movie ever. Parasite. Wow. Yeah. I'm, gonna watch I'm waiting it. for somebody in the chat to say something to validate my choice, but nobody's saying anything. So it's been a little quiet for my liking for this many people knowing to see. Parasite is okay. Sorry. Had me a Korean green eyed Asian is, is, is in, enrolled. We're going to check that out and cut back to you. I'll t- I will watch that. It's who's, is it like big, is it a, like an indie style or is it like blockbuster? It's, no, it's well, yeah, kind of indie style, but it's high production. It's it's Hollywood, you know. All right. Yeah. Um, let's see. It, it, uh, it will not disappoint. I mean, it, it is unbelievable. It's unbelievable. All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it. That is that's great. I love getting a nice, good, good movie suggestion, especially one that I that I haven't heard. All right, I gotta ask you. Where do you see yourself? Someone's asking here about seven to 10 years where you make a little about poker. Do you see yourself like a Phil Helmut, Daniel Legrandu? Like, is that something, would you like to be going around playing tournaments, getting deals? You know, forget about the sponsorship, streaming, all that. Like, do you want to be in poker? Do you see yourself in 20 years in the main event and like playing for a living, uh, playing poker one way or the other? Is that, do you, is a hard, can you imagine that being like 45 and playing poker? Like a, like a moneymaker, like a Helmut, a guy that's like, in like household name isn't like, cause you're probably not going to be grinding streaming in 20 years. Who knows if what's happening in the world at that point, but like, do you see yourself making a full-time living off poker in the future? I, I, I think so. Yeah. I'm leaning towards. Yes. It's so hard to tell obviously, but I, I don't know. I've just dedicated so much time to the game at this point that I, I can't see myself leaving. 
Um, I would like to be in it somehow. So, you know, I got to say about poker, like the more it hurts me when I see people that like play for a living that are like, that I hear this a lot where they're like, I don't like it. Or they're, you know, you get, some guys are stuck in makeup or, you know, mm-hmm. the guy like they're just in there and they're not happy. They're in there going through the motions. You can feel it too. Right? That, the one thing that bothers me a bit at times, like if I'm at a live table and like you feel that sometimes you get the greatest group guys are having some drinks and having fun, telling jokes, and have a good time. And sometimes it's very serious, very, you know, whatever. Uh, the, I, I guess my point though, is like poker to me is such a beautiful game. Like the combination of skill and luck, and that like, if you have other stuff kind of going on, whether you, you know, you're recreational or part-time or, you know, you're a pro, but you have some other sort of stuff happening. Like it's just such a beautiful game, like the, the, the decisions, the, the, the equities, but then there's still always a chance to get bailed out or a flip right. or I don't know. It's just such like a, it's just, it's so fun when there's like, you take out the other stuff, the distractions or the stress or whatever. It's just such a great game. And I do think it's going to be around you know, forever. I don't, I don't think the numbers will slow down as long as the economies are good. The world's in order. I just think poker is going to be, um, you know, there's other variant PLO. There's five yeah. cards. I was playing six card high low the other day, six card on my high low. Don't even know. Don't ask me how that game. I, no one's done solver work on that. Not that I know of. And like that kind of stuff, like the game, the combination of luck and skill. I just think there's always gonna be a new game, short yeah. deck, this deck, my deck, her deck, like, there's <laughs> gonna be games, you know, be I'd like to play some her deck. deck. Yeah. Yeah. That's they should get a game of her deck going. Her deck. It could be anything, man. There's yeah. a lot of stuff. So anyway, what, what are your thoughts on that? Like, you just feel like you love it or is it kind of times you're like, man, this is fun. It's a job, but it's kind of tough and it's like monotonous. Do you ever feel like, I, like that? I, I don't know if I, I don't know if I love poker. I don't know if I'd love it. Um, I, I really enjoy competing in it. So I, I like, I like trying to get good and I, I've enjoyed that up until now, but I, I didn't get into poker out of like love. I'm not obsessed with it as, as a lot of people are like a lot of people love poker. They can talk poker all day. They love, love, love when I'm off of the poker tables, I'm usually pretty off of it. And like, I also, in the back of my head, I also realize that there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of ways to live life as well. I always keep that in the back of my head. Like I'm in this poker world, but like it, I don't have to be always, you know, like there is other ways to live and there's other there's other paths to take. So I'm not, I'm not one dimensional when it comes to, you know, my love for poker, like what I do, but, but for now, like I love competing and I, I love that I've found success in it. So I want to keep doing it for as long as that, that feels good. For sure. And and what about, let me, let me ask you about Jamie and, and competing. Cause you guys have done some challenges. Party's got some really fun party poker TV. Really. If you guys haven't followed that, by the way, you should definitely do that. Check out a lot of challenges, a lot of really high production value, some big, you know, whole cards, high stakes events where they're showing you not only final table, but whole cards up. I think you've done some commentary. I've done some commentary. What is it like when you battle with Jamie? Cause like it's most of the time it's fun, right? You guys are doing a competition. You're doing like a 50 to five, a $200, you know, but like if you're, let's just take this 3,200 world poker tour Sunday, day one, a the 23rd of May. All right. You bag chips. Day, day 1B, May 30th, party poker, WPT, big event, three mil guaranteed. All right, day two, you guys are battling a little bit. Day three, so you make the final table and you and Jamie are playing for hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars and you guys are there. Is it is it like, is there a, is it, what is like the mentality of that? Is it like, oh, like I got fives, he has ace king and I have 20 blinds and he opens a cutoff, like not soft play, want to beat him, want to, want to whatever. But like, how do you deal? You know, you see Alex Foxen and Kristen Bicknell, congrats to them getting engaged. Like that type of relationship, boyfriend, girlfriend, brother, Doyle and Todd, you know, family members, relation, like 
where what happens when you guys are deep final table for 500k to first at a wpt title but you both are like you know fourth and fifth and chips nine-handed like what's what's the dynamic there tell me I, talk me through it there there's no there would be no there would be no like soft play there's there's none of that it's it, there, there would be none of that it, we want to compete we both want to win separately but there's also like i'm, I'm sure both of us would want to it would want we would want it to be one two or two one like we, we'd want it to be heads up or a chop or something like that would be a good result we want each other to exceed succeed but like not to the point where we'd ever be like oh like i'm gonna fold here because let's make this money you know we're any tournament that we play, we're going to be in there to just battle and, and see who wins. And it's like always good banter too. You know, it's good banter to, to play pots together and knock each other out and stuff. So, so yeah, I mean, we want each other to ex- succeed, but um. I'm obviously I'm not asking about soft, like I'm, I'm more about like um, exactly that though. You want to go one and two, you know, yeah. it's both so big for you guys now, like Twitch professionally and whatever. So I just find that kind of like, difficult like even like with me and you know friends like a really good friend like it happens like where i'm never gonna soft play or like do something unethical but you also like subconsciously you know like there's a lot of times in poker where it's close right like you get ace four suited and there's an open it's like all right this is a good three bet whole three bet game (laughs) you know like you probably just i just feel like subconsciously it's like you're gonna always err on like you know, you're not going to, you know, three bet him with the ace five off and spot, you just know it's, it's right. Like for Jamie and I, it's backwards. Yeah. Like we'll go after each other. Like Jamie will, Jamie knocks me out of tournaments all the time. He sends, he'll knock me out and he'll send me a voice message like right after on WhatsApp. And he'll just like be chirping me for 30 seconds. And like, I, I have to deal with that all the time. Okay. Um, so I hear, I, I, I like, okay. I think you answered the question. Well, I hope, yeah. I, like I said, I'm not going to be able based on whatever location and, and I'm not going to be able to play at WBT, but that's a big one. That'll be fun. I do hope, you know, we'll call it first when you and Jamie are, final table at one of these big wpts or a big big spot that'll be that'll definitely be fun to watch i can't imagine yeah, the, uh, yeah. the viewership on that would be really really fun to see that dynamic um uh all right good question lauro sergio asked what was your biggest difficulty in your playing career and if you ever thought about giving up poker i've never thought about giving up no um i guess there's just been a few there's been a few moments in time where i just i I just didn't have the information at my disposal. Like I didn't, there's just been a few times where I didn't know why I was bad. And like that happens, you know, you get to a certain point and you're like, I don't, like, I feel like I get this game. I don't know why my opponents are beating me so much. And look, that's happened a few different times, you know, when I've tried to move up in stakes. I'm just like, I like, I feel like I get this, but I'm losing. And my opponents are definitely playing better than me, but I just don't know why or how. And like that, that's kind of a struggle in poker is like figuring out how to get better at different stages. In the beginning, it's super easy, right? You learn how to see bet. You learn position. You learn ranges. That's easy. That's an immediate thing you can do. Once you get up to the high stakes, suddenly it's like trying to figure out how to gain an edge is is a lot trickier. It's a lot trickier. So that like that's that's the struggle is is like trying to figure that out. But. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. Uh, what's the best advice you can give to a new MTT player? Someone's here, they're diving in, they kind of like poker, they want they, they, they log on to party poker, put on 100 bucks. What's your advice to someone for playing multi-table tournaments? Take your time. Don't, don't try to get rich on one day. <clears throat> that's, that's my advice. Don't, don't log on trying to get rich on day one. It's a, it's a very long process. Like even if you find success in the beginning, it's, it, you're going to, you're going to succeed for a bit. You're going to go on downswings. You're going to, it's going to take a, a long time to get good. 
So if you like really like playing, just take your time and like enjoy the fact that you're playing and maybe play a little bit lower than you think you should just to extend, uh, extend the process. I, I just think a lot of people are trying to hop on and be like, yeah, like I want to win 6K today. And like, that's great because maybe you do. Like, that's fun. Like, I get it. But if you keep doing that day in, day out, like you're going to, you know, you're going to lose that 6K and then, then you're back to square one. So I just, yeah, just take your time. That's my advice. And, and do you have any, do you have any bankroll um, sort of tricks, rules, do you, like buy-in wise? How have you been able to sort of uh, progress? Obviously the big, big bet, you know, the, the coming up got a nice roll though. But like, even then you said it didn't really change, right? You sort of like that was life money put aside. Your poker didn't really change. Like how have you, what, what have you found that works to sort of progressively move up stakes and, and, and uh, do it the right way? Yeah. So I was, I was always super strict. I would just follow strict in the sense that I didn't, I didn't take a lot of shots and it's, it's a little weird because now that I'm where I'm at now, like I would with like the logic and the experience I have, I would approach it differently. Like I probably would take some more shots and like play a good event here, play a good event there. But when I was learning, I didn't know where those shots were. So I just stuck to my hundred buy-ins Played the 100 buy-ins till I had enough to move up. Tried that stick. Didn't work. Moved back down. And I, I was just super, super strict and disciplined. And you'll hear good players recommend like, hey, like you can be a bit more aggressive at this point in your bankroll or a bit more aggressive here. And there's, it's it's super logical to do that sometimes. But like, I think if you're new and you don't really know what's going on yet, just being strict, having like a 200 buy-in rule, 150 buy-in rule, just make your life easy and, and stick to it is the way to go. That's how yeah. I did it anyway. Yeah, that makes that's great advice. How big an influence has your brother had on your poker career, Jamie? How big of an influence has he been? Uh, huge, huge at the beginning, at least. I mean, basically every every part of my tournament strategy at the beginning came from Jamie's stream because, like, I, I didn't know how to play poker and I, I watched his stream in the early days. So, like, I learned about c betting, I learned about banker management, I learned about you know ranges where to play which hands from where at the table all that came from jamie so like in the in the early days it was like huge um past that it was pretty much all on my own just learning as i i played and checking out some training sites so so these days there's really nothing but in the beginning it was primarily jamie yeah yeah very very cool favorite tournaments on party poker richard bruning asking <laughs> what's your favorite party poker tournament to play daily the daily legends some great stuff now and, and cool stuff they're doing with that what, what do you uh what's your one that you just love i like the i like the 125 open it's a non-bounty good prize pool like it's not too long of a tournament it's it's just a nice one or the gladiator 55 gladiator which is a uh, seven max bounty i think seven max bounty so yeah those are my top two yeah, the knockouts are awesome. Like it is really, I just love the format. I think we're going to start seeing some like high roller live like this where there's, you know, big, big binds. I even I made a suggestion for Triton. You know, imagine like a million pound uh, or the million dollar with like, you know, 250 a knockout or progressive knockout, right? Like, especially yeah. in a tournament, it's not like thousand people where you have like 50 or 40, you could like do it pretty, pretty, you know, find a way to just kind of like they could bring the chips and add on. But like how, how exciting would that be to see, you know, a, a, like a $3 million bounty? <laughs> like a knockout. I mean, <laughs> That'd be pretty not? wild, yeah. Yeah, yeah they should. Not? They should. Yeah. I bet you that's uh that yeah, I hope that that gets implemented. Um all right, a lot of a lot of a lot of a lot of praise, a lot of lot of just check in, uh a lot of check. We'll take a couple more here. We got one right right here from Matt. What characteristic do you think is the most important for a poker player? Discipline. For sure. 100%. Like 
every everything that comes with success in poker is comes from discipline almost like being able to fold the river not opening the 8-4 suited under the gun not playing that 1k when you have a 2k bankroll like all the things that would would hinder somebody's success come down to just being disciplined about it i, I think like yes you need to learn how to play so like yeah you need to know how to see bet and you need to know how to but like all that comes with time like over time you just learn those things but to be involved in the game in the first place you have to be disciplined with your bankroll and with your pre-flop decisions and yeah, discipline, hundred percent. Yeah, discipline is big. I love that. I think that's uh, that's very sound. We've taken a lot of questions. We've covered a lot. We're going to give away a hundred eleven dollar ticket here. Uh, I do want to say, uh, you know, again, I like to do this towards the end. I don't want to lose our female viewers, but could you maybe tell us a little bit? You are in a relationship. How, how is that going? How is she? Does she streaming as well? Can we maybe she give a little streams. Shout out? Yeah, she, yeah, she does. How, how consistently is she streaming? Um, she streams. Uh, Three or four times a week right now. It's Camille Streams. Yeah. L-L-E Streams. Two two S's on the end as well. Yeah. There she is. Um, yeah, yeah. We've been dating for about two and a half years now. So it's we're getting up there. It's getting up there. And uh it's great, man. It's great. We sorry. Yeah, no, sorry. So she's and how, how like had she heard of Twitch or into it before you, or is this like something that you basically like? I think this is fascinating that like to see this, and she's actually already got a nice nice following going for for being new on there. So like, tell them like how did that come about, and what made her was it was it you or did she know about Twitch in general? No, she she was streaming before we actually met. So oh. yeah, she she had started her channel like before we kind of re caught up. And she was doing like some Mario stuff just for fun or whatever. And uh, I mean, we've been, you know, kind of together for for her entire career, I guess. But yeah, she was she was into it before and yeah, she loves it. So nice. Very cool. Yeah. And, and how is does it do you guys like plan a schedule around kind of to nice to stream around the same time so you can hang out? Right. It makes sense. You don't want to be like streaming. Then she's streaming and then it's kind of like you don't see. So how do you guys do that? You kind of line up the schedules. Yeah, we gr- I mean, we're we're a grinder couple. She she streams a lot of the nights, and I stream a lot of the the days and stuff like that. So we don't we see each other just a few times a week, but but yeah, I don't know. It, it's cool that like for me, it's cool that she has like that going on. You know, like something right. outside of the nine to five. That's that you know she's passionate about and like she likes to put time into. And yeah, it's it's cool. It is. Yeah, yeah it's, that's very, that is, that is cool. And do you, and what about, uh, you know, you see Jamie getting engaged, people starting to have kids, things are happening. Like what's your, what's your current outlook on, on that? I mean, I think we've talked about this in the past a bit, like you, you eventually would like to have kids. I mean, obviously you're very young, 24, uh, and, and whatnot, but that, like, is that something you thought more about seriously, less don't know, or just one day? Uh, it, yeah, it's definitely a one day thing, but, uh, I mean, my girlfriend and I we're we're definitely serious. Like we're, we're in it for the long haul, I think. So, so yeah, it's good. I, I'm sure all that will happen, but it's uh, like I, I see all that as like a nice part of a relationship, but I also see this as a nice part of the relationship, you know, like the early stages where you, you have a lot of time to yourself and, and like things are cool and you can do your own thing, live alone, whatever. Like, I think that's also a fun part of the relationship. So I don't really see like from my perspective and she agrees, like there's not a, a huge reason to rush any of that kind of stuff, you know? Like you said, I'm 24, Jeff. You said it yourself. I'm 24. I got 24. stuff to do. Yeah, 24. Lock the doors. That's what's. That's the time. It's not yeah, not time. I listen, I, listen, I was riding around in Burning Man on a bicycle, eight years single, and then next thing you know, I was uh, yeah. you know, I was it. It was over. Next day, locked up, 
uh, in love and, and, and having babies. So, um, you know, it can change in a, in a jiffy. So enjoy it, be, enjoy the time, uh, before all the responsibilities and, and things. And, and it's, uh, it's the best, but you know, yeah, 24 is, is 24. So take your yeah. time for yeah. sure. You know, it's good. It's good. All right. Well, we are going to do the $111 ticket giveaway. My man, DMP three's got this giveaway tool. It actually didn't work the last, uh, time for some reason i think because I, I hadn't been on i'm again kind of rusty dusting the cobwebs off let's see if we can make this work matt we're going to copy the link we're going to go over here have you seen this this tool it's a nice retweet tool it looks nice pretty clean if it works it usually works but i, I don't know if i'm if i'm uh you know i don't know some reason it didn't work the last time it's a retweet picker it even scans bots you know just like rta party poker these sites kicking people out the, the i've got guys That's i've been nice. on to them for for a for a, for a while I've been yeah. on to people's cases for uh, like mo- giveaway winners. I feel get in there a few too often. I'm all about multiple winners, but someone who's winning like four times in a giveaway when there's 150 plus is <laughs> I feel like they're, they got, they, they know something we don't know. Let's see if this yeah. even works. Let's create a contest. I am sure. Hopefully this loads the, the right thing. Cause last time it, Oh, there it is. Retweet count on tweets, 106. So you got a little less than 1%, about the same odds of flopping a flush with two suited cards, which is 118 to one for any math majors out there. We're going to go and peel that. And look at this. See, this is right. We go here, we go here. There was a hundred, look at that 112. So six people are ineligible. This, this is serious. That's we got good. six people that got screened from this giveaway and we are going to go ahead and download. And then Matt, you're going to tell me when if someone's going to win a 111 one shot ticket. Thomas Screech has been very active today. Uh, rake junkies in the house, man. Good to see more of this format. Yeah. We got a podcast with Phil Helmley tomorrow. Uh, we got two legends. We got Maddie and Phil in the, in the, in the booth today. We're putting them on Twitch. We're having what a week. Fun. What a you, week. You've had some amazing guests on this podcast. I gotta say. I, the podcast is a grind in itself. It's a full grind. It's a lot. It's a lot. I like it. I enjoy it, but it's also kind of hard to, you know, I'm not the first repeat. Am I? Am no. I? No. Phil's been three times. This will okay. be a third. He's in Sometimes there. Get, Phil's a guy. Phil needs like, you know, he's, he wants to be on every six months. Like he wants his, Phil likes to be, he's, he's, he's peaking. He's knocking Daniel out and heads up matches. He's the guy just, some guys need to be on. He needs to be yeah. on. He needs to be on. We'll have him. We'll talk about it. that podcast. All right, Matt, I'm going to let you choose it. Courtesy of Party Poker, Matt Staples, myself, $111 one shot ticket coming in hot. Seagull on a lily pad. That hot. Tell me when, and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna hit it. All right, three, two, one. Choose a winner. Here we go. I am sure this is big. One hundred eleven dollar ticket. Good luck to everyone who entered. And look at that, Chris Robinson, who is on my giveaway winner Got alert him. list as someone who's definitely pulling a couple. I don't even want to. When I click him here, I this guy. Look at that. How you cannot root against? I got a guy thirty seven years old. He's a Toronto fan and Queens U alum. You know Queens U? I do not. No. Okay. Well, Queens U alum is getting, look at it. He's one, this guy's oh, a good way crusher. He might even be on this the, guys talk to you more nice. Talk to you. To Get be him fair, he, hasn't, he hasn't won one. Yet, mm-hmm. He hasn't won a giveaway uh, sent in 2021. Um, oh, same username, I think, but now there's new aliases. Uh, so it's a little, let me be sure, but look at that. Yeah. See this, he's one 55 here, 33 there, 55. And we start tallying this, this guy is fit. I mean, dude, he's up. He's, I mean, Matt, you want to talk about doing a lot of giveaways. This guy alone has won probably over $500 in giveaways on the screen. I mean, that, does that tell you anything? Is that kind of crazy? I had a, a 1% that just well. that speaks like, to your generosity, Jeff. That's all it does. I, 
No, but like this guy has to have something. Like no one's winning. No one's winning six giveaways. I don't think right. He might even be in the chat though. He's definitely like in there engaging and and around. So uh, we do appreciate that, Chris. Congrats to you from Matt, myself, Party Poker, and uh, who are we? Who do we host? Raid. I forget how to do this. Like while I'm live, because this is confusing. Party Poker. Are they streaming? Party yep, Poker, Party Poker TV. Oh, is Party Poker TV on? Yeah. Let me see what they got going They're on. Doing a little uh, Daily Legends challenge. Is that Chespra? That's Chespra. You know Chespra? Of course. Wow. Look they at are this. some of the best. All right. So let me think on this. Uh, all right. Let's see. All right. So how do I do it? So if I end the broadcast here, I forget how to do it, Matt. I'm supposed to. I'll, like, I'll walk you through it. I'll walk you no, through it. I know, but it's weird because it's on StreamYard. So I think I have to click oh. end or I hit the raid first. And I don't even know. Uh, I'm, I'm honestly confused. So I think I go. Talk me through it. Talk me through. I'm, 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 I'm confusing myself. So I'm on StreamYards. So if I end the broadcast here, I think I don't you just think end it and then you end your OBS. Yeah. After. Hmm. Wait, it says I'm unavailable. Are we still live? Guys, I, okay. Yeah. I think we are. Yeah. yeah we're, we're live. All right. Yeah. So I'm supposed to hit. Uh, okay. So I hit raid first. Yeah. Raid and then we'll end. All right. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to raid Party Poker TV. Okay. Check out Jamie Chesbra. Matt, how have your daily legends been going before in these competitions? So heads up. I'm one in four. I'm one in four. Uh, Jamie got me twice. Maximus got me once. The only person I've beaten is John Party. Ah, yeah, Party, Party, and, and interesting. And what it would have been? What so? How, can you explain to people what that is and what Jamie and and uh, and uh, Chespra are doing there? What they got going on? Well, how does it yeah. work exactly? Well, so the Party Party Poker Channel started putting out a lot more content um, with their team pros and like other guests, basically other streamers and the daily legends challenge is like a, it's a heads up format. You play the same tournament. So you'll both play six tournaments and basically whoever has the most profit or the least amount of losses wins. So it's a nice little tournament heads up battle. It's, it's good times. Yeah. And usually there's like a little prop bet, like for the loser. Yeah. And what would have been some, what are the bets you've won and lost with that? Uh, I've lost gifted subs to Jamie. I've lost, I had to watch a really terrible movie courtesy of Maximus Black. Like we were both going to choose like a really bad movie for each other to watch. The last one I want, or the last one I lost, I have to stream two hours of Minecraft sometime soon. (laughs) I gotta, I gotta put in a two hour shift on Minecraft. So yeah, a lot of L's. That's, that's serious. That's, uh, uh, that is serious. That is uh, that. Yeah. No, I mean, pr- bets sometimes are f- more fun than non-monetary ones, right? Like the the uh, you uh, just yeah. Sometimes it's more fun to, to have something that that means something or time or just whatever. So any 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 one any one bet that is there one that stands out for you that's like a, a prop bet that you've heard whether you were a part of it or not that were just like ridiculous or just so that you just were like wow that was fun or that's crazy like anything that caught your attention that was just so ridiculous. And there's a lot, right? In poker, we hear about it all the time. I'm trying to think. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm drawing such a blank on prop bets. What about you? I, I mean, the the fa- my favorite one probably was the bicycle one, the Brian Rast like 24 hour ride from which I got a little action down on, and that was uh, from Vegas to LA. I think it 24 hours or 48 or whatever. So, yeah. Like whatever the ridiculous thing was, he made it by like. Um, by like less than an hour he had like a doctor on the side of the road come meet him and give him a shot like he had a you know it was crazy like he should not have been able to do it and he he won like a million dollars um yeah that's huge did you see jason coon on twitter 
I, I did. I actually saw. Uh, is, he, is he doing something with that? What was the what was the what were they talking about doing though? I saw I saw yeah, he was he's talking about how he can run uh, like sprint in under eleven seconds or something like that, like a hundred meter dash or something like that. And he said, "Let me let me go let me go check it out." Or you get well. Bill was was talking. There was some chatter on it. Let me take a look as well. What uh the so Remco asked Jason like how fast do you think you could run in a year? He says no idea, maybe ten nine if I wouldn't get hurt. And essentially this guy said zero chance zero like no chance no chance and it says if you think this is a joke i can escrow up to five million tomorrow i need a good solid lock of a bet and then and then jason coon replied to that guy says i will bet you two million dollars i can do it in a year if you can actually escrow so he was he was betting two million dollars on himself to run a 10-9 in one year interesting wow yeah and who is it this guy's just it's a random See, guy. i mean he's kind of some random but i guess i guess it generated some hype and bill perkins was in there like offering a free roll to Jason or something like that. Wow. Interesting. Yeah, yeah no, it's uh people. They, I will say the poker community is really special. There's just so much crazy, yeah. uh, you know, people are, uh, people are willing to bet on just about anything. So that's uh, that, that seems fast. That, that speed seems fast, but I wouldn't bet against, wouldn't bet against Jason in many, many areas of, uh, you know, if the guy, the guy's, the guy's sharp and the guy's smart and the guy's an athlete. So I'm sure he's got a decent calibration on what's in the realm of possibility in a year's a long time. Um, but then again, you know, if you tell me you're going to run a, a four, four forty, I'll bet. Yeah. I'll take, you know, I don't know. You could have all the training and, and stuff you want, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I think that uh, whatever, I think we're in the right page. All right. Well, Matt, let's uh, let's say any, any final words, any, any, what, where can people watch you? When are you going to hit hundred K? Is it this week? Are you streaming every day? What's your schedule? I'm my ass off. I'm trying to get there. I I'll be on tomorrow. Probably Friday, Saturday, and Sunday this week. I'll be on all weekend. Matt Staples, twitch.tv slash Matt Staples. You can watch me there. And uh, I got a YouTube channel as well. If you're watching this on YouTube, uh, it's Matthew Staples. So shout out to everyone who uh, watches the podcast. I appreciate it. And thanks for having me on, dude. Like yeah. I said, you got you got Phil Helmuthon tomorrow. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's a little interesting I'm on this podcast at all, honestly, so... That's uh, that's awesome. Well, look at that. You're you're closing in. I like I like it. I want to I want to give me a courtesy heads up. If you're if you happen to think of it, it's going to be exciting. There's going to be a lot of you know you're going to at 99. You know you're going to come into the day with 100 or 200 or three. Like I want to know when it's close. If you I'll keep an eye on it. But if you kind of think about it, hit us in the me and yeah, Jamie yeah. staple chat hype. Like hey guys, about to bink 100. If you can, if you remember, I'm not. It's a lot of pressure. It's a lot to remember. I know I'm not going to be your that's not what's going to be on your mind when you're doing it, but I would like to have that. I'd like to experience a hundred K live hit. I don't think I've ever seen it, uh, a live crossing of a, at least anyone I know well. So that would be, gotcha. that would be, yeah. that would be fun. I'll but, let you uh, know. Yeah. If you can find it anyway, I'm going to send over the host to party poker TV. I do love the content. I love the format. I've been nice. checking in yeah. on these. They have a nice thing. See what's going on. looks like Jamie's on fire. Is that, am I reading the boards right? Does that mean that he is cash or he's still in those tournaments? The greens, he's still in those ones. Yeah. Okay. So buy-ins cashes. Oh, Jamie's uh, Jamie's ravaging him. Yeah, he's rolling. Right. This is that looks pretty. That's that's going to be tough to overcome. He would he need he would need a nice finish. But anyway, say what's up to the boys. Uh, I'm going to hit the raid button. Make sure I don't blow this. And let me see. I'm going to hit that. Double check. Let me let me put this raid out. So once I raid, then I'll click end here. And then Matt, if you want to stay on for a second, we catch up for a few. If you have time, if not. You know, I'll, uh, my, my boy is ready to go. He's ready to rock and roll. This mm-hmm. is daddy time. I took him in for his first swim lesson yesterday. 
There's oh, yeah. a lot of firsts, man. It's, it's fun. You get in the water. That's and, cool. Yeah, and 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 splash around. But uh, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna drop this drop this raid. We'll end this, and we gave away the hundred dollar ticket, and we will be back. Hopefully, Matt will be on for a third edition after he wins the WPT. I hope we'll have so. him and Jamie on together at some point. Follow him on all the socials. Thank you guys for watching. Phil Helm is 4 p.m. Eastern tomorrow. Same place, same channel. Gonna be fun. We'll make sure to ask Matt's question. We'll be rooting all of you on in the WPT and I'm going to be playing a bit, sweating, showing some stuff. And uh, Matt, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to blow you up on discord sometime uh, and just get you in with, I'm ever streaming around. I'm going to try to get, get a hold of you and just, just be some call-ins and then cool. and be more. We need to do a better job staying in touch. Yeah, yeah. We do. All right. Okay. Thanks again, man. Cheers guys. Matt Staples, the man, the myth, almost at a hundred on Twitch. We'll see him, follow him and I will see you guys tomorrow. So that's it. My second time I hate, I get separation anxiety. I don't like leaving you. I'm doing it now. I'm hitting end. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to this episode. It was brought to you in partnership with Party Poker. Go to partypoker.com to play tournaments, cash games, and improve your poker game. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast to hear all of my future episodes.